Actually, because they can't have a god buddy to defend too many people, it'd be like, RELIGIOUS RIGHTS! RELIGIOUS RIGHTS! USING HIS NAME IN VAIN, THAT OFFENDS ME! RELIGIOUS RIGHTS! So, people, just a real quick segment into in conversation with Bubman here, because we give you so much EXTRA content here. Did you know those fucking bags that they give you at the dispensaries are child-locked? There is a little extra flap on the front that you have to grab. When you grab the other side of the bag and pull. It is fucked up. Most adults can't even figure that out. Not fucked. <coughs> so, Captain Asshole. Oh, we're not gonna do introductions. It's fucking... No, fuck, man. Who the fuck cares at this point? Are you... You fucking listening. You already know. I'm... Well, fu- okay, the, here uh... you go. Here you go. This is Captain Asshole. Say hello. Well, fuck. It's better than fuck what you were doing. And this is... This is... Budman the Tech Man, speaking. There you go, there's a fucking introduction. Rocking it. So this episode is Superheroes Re-Re-Re-Visited. We're gonna have on, uh, what's his name later? Pete, Pete Jones. fucking Jones? That's it. Pete Jones. He's gonna be in on that part of the discussion. He's probably like the most brief Pete offender we have. So, you know what? I'm just gonna do it right now. Are you going to get it out of the way? It's in the news. It's in the news. Whether it's important or not, it's in the news. news. It's in in the the fucking fucking news. So, yesterday, I'm cruising through the internet, and all of a sudden, the internet explodes. What's it explode with? Donald Trump. He's at it again. This time with his Let's Make America Great Again tour. Or, as I called it from what I saw of it, it's the... I am Donald Trump, everybody praise me, I am the best tour. authority that I'm Donald Trump. Yeah. I mean, this is a guy that starts off his speech in Las Vegas by basically telling Las Vegas that they should all kiss his ass, that you're welcome, I got you the Olympics in 2028, you're welcome. I'm Donald Trump, I'm great. Then he went on from there, basically trashing his opponents, you know, shit-talking everybody from Bernie Sanders to Colonel Sanders, basically. Then he fucking did... The whole fucking thing basically was him basically the, talking about how great he was. The guy that came up before him. I think he was a mayor or something? Oh, uh, I called him Mayor Quimby. Yeah. The dude that came up before him. He literally him. was like, the greatest president of all time. The president that had been uh, acquitted forever. <laughs> Guy's fucked, man. Like, unbelievable. And you see idiots in the background holding up signs like... Women for Trump. Um, children for Trump. Hispanics for Hispanics Trump. Hispanics for Trump. Yeah, it was, it was... This guy, man, is unbelievable. Like, I, I, I was, I watched probably ten minutes of it and was like, I can't take any more oh, of this. When you told me, I watched like 20 minutes of it and I was like, 
for the first 15 minutes, I was, like, kind of watching it just as research, but the last five minutes, I was kind of watching it as a joke, and then the last little bit after that, it was like, this has just gotten fucking too far. Oh, it was all about Trump. I am great speech, as I call it. Trump's I am great speech. Like, I don't actually think he told Americans how he was going to make America great again. No, he just talked about all his own accolades and how wonderful he was and how everybody that, uh, you know, went against him and tried to fucking uh, get him impeached were assholes and how all his opponents are basically losers. This, This is coming from Donald Trump, so I mean, yeah, you take that with a grain of fucking salt. Again... I've always, I've said it before, imagine the pictures on the White House wall, you got like Trump, or like Obama, and then it goes over and there's an orangutan picture on the wall, you're like, do you guys really have an orangutan as a president? Why yes, they did, this is like fucking 30 years from now. Why yes, they did, his name was Trump, that's why there's uh, huge hoops hanging from the ceiling, he used to swing off them with his feet. (laughs) Guy fucking kills me, man, I can't. You know what, if the fucking Americans vote this clown back in in 2020, I... Holy fuck. Hey, man, I say it's Bernie Sanders time. Should be Bernie Sanders time, 100%. If I was an American, he'd have my vote, for sure. Oh, yeah. For sure, but the problem is, is Bernie is... Well, one, he's a radical thinker. He thinks outside the box for solutions. And two... He just don't give a fuck. Yeah, and for two, he's too damn honest. From what I can see, he, he's too much of a straight shooter. And God knows, people can't handle the truth. Here's the thing, even though they want the truth, you might want the truth, motherfuckers, but you, you don't want to hear the it. fucking truth. You can't hear the truth for what it is. That's the thing. No one wants to hear it for what it is. But the fucked up part of that is the truth. Truth, really, as a society, is the only thing ultimately that will set us free. And going toward the utopia we want to, but it's not going to happen because, hey, as much as people say, oh, we want truth, we want truth. Yeah, you want truth filtered. Filtered. You want truth, yeah. Yeah, filtered. <coughs> it's so much easier to bullshit than to be truthful, for sure. And that's society in a, gen- as, in a whole, as a whole. Oh, yeah. Like, fuck. And this is the problem, why we don't progress in the right way. Now... Speaking of this craziness that we're getting into here with uh, the conversation we're having, um, it has come to my attention, and I'm sure I'm a late bloomer on this, but um, this week in particular, I have been watching a lot of YouTube videos with Jordan Peterson. Now, this is a gentleman who is a professor, was a professor at the University of Toronto, psychologist, very smart motherfucker. Uh, very well-known Canadian, so I'm sure, like, some of you are probably listening to this going, Jesus Christ, Captain Asshole, get with the program. And that's fine. But I'm certainly getting with the fucking program now. This guy, you can find him all over YouTube. He has videos everywhere, uh, of him lecturing, doing different lectures, talking about a variety of different things. Uh, I'm finding quite fascinating... And how I found him, which was what I was originally going to talk about, which I still am. But I actually found him when I was doing research. Because Larry, remember that guy? Yeah. Larry and I were talking the other day. And we got on the conversation somehow about IQ and intelligence. 
Is there a difference? Is it the same thing? Blah, blah, blah. So we got talking for a while, and afterwards, I thought, you know what, I'm going to do some research on this. It really started out as a curiosity thing. Then I come across this guy, Jordan Peterson. Wow. Uh, Just as an example, when I did my research, right, I was under the impression, you know, IQ tests, they're subjective, blah, 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 you know, whatever. I mean, how much can, you know, how much does IQ factor into, you know, basically how your life goes, how it's dictated? You know, stupid people still get fucking through the world, one way or another. Well, then I got my eyes opened a little bit. So I decided I was going to do some IQ testing on myself. I did three separate tests, because I figured, when I started this little endeavor... One test will give you a score, sure. But the only way to really know if, you know, these IQ tests, if there's actually any validity to them, was to take more than one. So, basically how this works, okay, is the average score, okay, the average IQ is about 95 to 100. That's average IQ score on any basic IQ test. And let's remember what what an IQ test actually is. Okay, let's start there. An IQ test, first off, was designed by the military. Why was it designed by the military? Because, plain and simply, it come down to it. In times of war, the military did not want stupid on the war field. Oh, fuck no. For all intent purposes, this is... You don't want someone running out there with their gun pointed the wrong way. This is why IQ tests were designed in the first place. But they work. They work. Uh, But basically... The idea of an IQ test, okay, it's not necessarily to measure, you know, your intelligence in your everyday fucking life. It more measures your intelligence in the sense of, okay, certain people at a certain IQ level have an affinity for certain jobs. This is the jobs that you can do because that is what intellectually you are capable of doing. You follow me so far? This makes sense. Okay, so... The military decided a long time ago that when they did this testing, that if anybody scored under a score of 82, if the military the couldn't military. use them for any reason, and they couldn't be functional in any real capacity in the military, the military and the government stance then becomes, well, these fucking people are probably no good for anything. Which, now, well, oh, wait a minute, now I know you're all thinking... You're all listening to this and you're going, whoa, wait a minute. Well, hold on a second. That got real. I went from like fucking 50 to 102 seconds. But wait a minute. But wait a minute. Here's the scary part. The government doesn't want anything to do with anybody with an IQ under 82. Because what are they going to do? There's really no job that they can do if you think about it. Okay, so if there's no real job that these people will that these people can do, or they're qualified to do, well, then what do they do? They sit around the house, they take up space, they whatever the case may be. Now, here's the thing. If you go through, now, if you go from the number 82, I believe it is to 86 or 87, that is basically the type of jobs you're looking at are <coughs> cashiers, food industry. Basically, jobs where you can go... You can get in a routine, you can be repetitive, 
Somebody can tell you what to do. You just got to go do it. Okay? Now, you go from the 86 to like the 93%, you know, percentile. Now you're looking at bookkeeping jobs, you know, um, low-end lawyers, um, clerical people, things like that. You know, managers. People that can designate, you know, certain jobs to a certain degree. Then you get from the 93% to the 100%, which is basically, you know, the average Joe that can basically go, can get ahead in his job a little bit, you know, can do some of the more uh, high-end stuff like police officer, fireman, that kind of thing. And now you can see where I'm going from here. The scale, as you go up, obviously the jobs get more difficult till you get to rocket science level, that kind of thing. Here's the thing, though. That does dictate your life, your IQ. Because if you go by that that standard, and it seems to be the norm for the most part, uh, you know, if you're in the food industry, and I know for, you know, any amount of time, you're probably a lifer, right? Your life is only going to get so far being in the food industry. Oh, yeah, that's true. The food industry right? sucks. Well, that goes for anything, right? So, as you see what I'm saying, as you go up in the IQ levels, right, the jobs get more complex because people, you know, they're of a higher intelligence, so they learn better and that kind of thing. But let's go back to the under 82%. This terrifies me, okay, because in, and it's estimated, here's where I wanted, this is, this is, this is where some people are going to either go, they're going to go one of two ways when I say this, they're going to go, well, I'm really not surprised, or they're going to go, holy shit. Globally, okay, as a whole, you're running at about 15% of the population of the world are basically, at least as far as, you know, numerically goes, are wastes of skin, just literally. Just 15% away from are the literally of the planet being fucking just useless. Useless. Absolutely dumb, stupid, useless. Live in your parents' basement for the rest of your life, barely be able to comprehend, you know, reading, simple arithmetic, yeah. 15%. And the government and society as, you know, well, we just, I don't know, what? Start hooking like Randy on the streets if you're guys, or, uh, you know, ladies, start spreading your legs and popping them out because, well, you gotta eat somehow, and, uh, yeah, that's, that's frightening to me. That is a that's a problem. That is a problem. That's a fucking problem. Hey man, we always have the arena idea. Fifteen percent. But even the government won't take them after, so we have to uh, put them into the next gladiator fight, I guess. Fifteen percent of the population of the world are dumb as fuck and are pretty much a waste of space. Saddening. That's fucked. No wonder. There is so much stupid everywhere. Yeah, and no, and and the worst part is, you think about it, right? This number's only going to increase because we let stupid breed. Oh yeah. So this is an issue. I mean, it's even worse when you can't find anything useful for these people and to it's do. Worse because you can't find a way to solve it. There's no, there's no right answer here. No, but it's a terrifying number if you think about it. And it's only going to increase. Right, right. So, this is where, obviously, if you go by this, okay. Oh, and I'll, uh, by the way, I might add, 
All Mike's scores came out pretty much around the 95 percentile. So, obviously, if the IQ tests are done properly, right, and you follow instructions and you do it in the context that's done in, obviously there's something there with the numbers. So I found that kind of interesting. And now, here's the thing. Don't. Here's the other thing about intelligence. Now people mistaken, you know, well, you know, there's different kinds of intelligence. No, there isn't. No, there isn't. You're either, your intelligence is your intelligence. Everything else is emotions and human nature and fucking human bullshit. Okay, there is no, there is no emotional intelligence. There is no fucking, you know, street smart intelligence. Okay, there's none of that. Okay, if you, if you go by the basic definition of intelligence, all that is extra. Doesn't mean shit. When it comes to your actual intelligence and your capability of learning. No, it's just like wisdom. Now, how do you get this IQ? Well, obviously, genetics does play a part in it to some degree for sure. I mean, you know, that's just the way it is, right? We're all human beings. We're all genetically the same, but we're different. So, there's that. Then there's the other fact of environment. If you're surrounded by stupid your whole life, you're going to be stupid. That's plain and simple. That's just how it is. That's oh, how yeah. it is. But again, that comes back to education. If you're a dumb fuck and you don't give your kids a proper education, you've already basically dug them a fucking humongous hole to begin with. So obviously, if you go by IQ, education is huge. It's huge, obviously. And and being actually educated in the right way. Not being educated by dumb fuck. Actually being educated by, yeah. you know, people that the are scholar. actually, yeah. They're actually qualified to fucking teach. And it's so important, right? Because the thing is, everybody, obviously, they they keep, they keep store memories and they store information differently. Now, Jordan Peterson brought to my attention a way that I'm going to try to practice. Because I, I'm pretty good at, uh, at uh, creating images in my head and stuff. And he was saying that one thing that he does is how he retains certain memories and information is he he builds a house in his mind. And every room is like a filing cabinet where everything gets filed individually. Now, you have to be able to be a visualizer to be able to do this exercise. But I'm going to try it because uh, that's I've never thought of it that way before. It's just a different way of thinking and retaining memories and shit, right? In information. Because right now, mostly what I do, like most people probably just jam everything in your head and hope the hell that you sort it out as you go along. I thought that's how you do it. So did I, but there are actually other proper methods of doing that. Where it's actually better and you can actually apparently retain more than just trying to cram it in your head and hope for the best. I know. I know. Shocking, isn't it? Damn. But, you know what? All I'm saying is everybody should check this should check him out jordan peterson he's one of the smartest people in the world and he's canadian so he's one of us one of us very smart individual a lot of people also know him from the whole transgender thing and the bill that he went to fucking he lost his job over it because he didn't fucking call some it by its pronoun yeah he refused to fucking call it's by the different pronouns basically yeah yeah and everybody had a shit fit over it. Yep. Yeah, well, 
I, it, you know what? They had actually a huge protest outside the school and shit. Yeah, I'd sit here for another half hour and I could talk to you about that, but I'm not going to because, you know, we've got other stuff to get on to. But you can find his stuff all over YouTube. All over and it. Google. Yeah, you need to, you know, and it I just doesn't stop it, you know, you know, what I was talking about, intelligence stuff, like just life in general. And his fucking outlook on religion, honest to God, I am seriously taking a second look at the way I think about religion. And no, no, I'm never going to be religious. Let's not get stupid. But just the way that I perceive it, you know, because I, I was watching a clip, an interview, and I thought it was great. When they asked him, right, like, you know, does, does when somebody comes up to you and asks you, you know, are you religious? Do you believe in God? And like, do you have faith? And his response was fantastic. He said, I usually respond by, well, you know what? What do you consider God? What do you consider faith? It's all matter of perception. That's it. That's it. People take too much and dig too much into the rules of it, and they take it too literal. Right, where... If you don't take it literal, and you kind of go the other way, the way he thinks about it, right? Well, everybody can be religious and have faith and believe in God. just depends on your perspective of what that is. And it doesn't necessarily mean... Here's the thing, though. It doesn't necessarily mean it has to be the invisible man in the sky that watches over everybody. You know, basically the exercise of what he's getting at there is, you know, definitions need to be expanded. You know, broaden. And as human beings, you know, that's one of those things we kind of need to work on, right? But he's fascinating, man. Everybody should check him out. Fucking genius, for sure. Yeah, everybody should check him out, for sure. So I guess the moral of what I'm getting at with the IQ and the intelligence, you know what? Some old sayings are true, man. There's just, you know, there's just stupid in the world. That's how it is. Um, By the way, just as a little teaser for next week. Next week, I'm going to do a little more, a little more, uh, as they say, detective work this week. I'm going to do a little more digging. But next week, I'm going to talk to you about how close we are at getting cures for cancer. We're closer than you think. So there's something to uh, chew on for a week and think about. Things that I have been learning and I will impart onto you next week. But a cure for a lot of cancers may not be very far away. Hmm. So this week on the show, we have five fun facts about South Park. Uh, my top ten pro wrestling tag teams. Uh, the quiz Futurama. And all our other usual shit. Plus, as I said, we have superheroes re-re-revisited. And our guest for that will be Mr. Jones. Pete. Motherfucking Jones. So, uh, no, unless you got something else to add, I guess that's it. I guess we're on to On the Net. It's On the Net. Sup, Cracker? So, I've been seeing a lot of this on the inter- interweb, if you will, in the last couple weeks again. And uh, I'm not hip and down with it. So you need to explain to me what the fuck is this Me Too thing. Me, what? Are the you Me fucking Too joking? thing. No, I'm not joking. I the don't fully movement? understand this thing. I haven't fully wrapped Where my head around Where in the fuck it. have you been, man, for the last I don't know, like, man, but I've years. seen a lot of it on the internet lately. So it was the movement I found out about it back like three years ago. No, it's always been here. You're just, I don't know. Okay, anyways. 
I don't know how you haven't. Whatever, anyways. But it's a movement that uh, a lot of women started standing up about sexual abuse that they've been holding behind their closed doors or whatever. Okay, but the, why is everybody doing it and everybody just making fun of it? Is that what's happening? Well, there's a lot of jokes about it, and there's a lot of seriousness about it, and then there was a lot of scandals with it. Women coming out being like, oh, he touched me, this and that, and it wasn't true. And then women coming out doing the same thing, and it was true. It was just a, it's it's a whole fucking weird thing, and I don't, I can't attack it because it's, it's a scary movement, man. What do you mean? Scary. Say the wrong thing, you either gonna get charged or disappear. Everybody's making fun of him, man, on the net then. Because it's everywhere, me too, me too. But it ain't about women getting abused. Well, that's what it was about when I was fucking, when I saw it. I don't know, man. Nike did a whole commercial behind it with the fucking, boys will be boys. You haven't seen this? No. Oh, my jeepus. What? Oh, oh, you're gonna... What the fuck are you talking about? Boys will be boys. We will be back in a couple seconds. Couple seconds later! And we're back. He just watched the Gillette commercial. That's what a correction, by watch? the way. It was a Gillette commercial. It was about Seriously, sexual what the fuck harassment did I just watch at then? first. And then by the end of it, it was about the men or the boys of today will be the men of tomorrow. So we have to train them to be better than the men of today, I guess. And don't forget to shave. Oh man, that was, is the, best the one the scene. Okay, get. so the one scene where the lady walks by the store, and the one white guy goes up to try to talk to her, and the black guy comes to the store. He's like, "Whoa, man, whoa, that's not that's not good." What the fuck? That white guy, you know, he could have just been going to say hi, or your shoes untied, or maybe she dropped something. You never know. But or he maybe even he knew her. But he's like, "No, nah, man, that's not cool." What's not cool though? I don't understand. So I'm saying, what's not cool about her going up there in the first place? Because he, it's, it's, it's gonna be sexual harassment. How does the other guy know this? I don't know. See, I'm just so confused. And then there's the one scene there where they're all doing the barbecue and they're all watching the kids fighting. Their boys will be boys and they have the corn in front of them and it's like, what the fuck? I'm not even sure what those kids were doing on the ground. They were fighting. Is that supposed to be fighting? Yeah. Okay. That whole commercial confused the shit out of me. So, yeah. I'm more confused now about it than ever. Do some research into that movement, though. You'll be like, wow. Except got me more confused. Fuck me, too. Fuck these people. You know what? Ooh, I'm gonna get in trouble. Am I? You know what? Fuck you people. I don't understand. What What the fuck that commercial? Like, fuck you trying? What? 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 And I guess that's on the net. That's history! Ronald Reagan was a believer in astrology. The former president of the United States was deeply interested in astrology. Both he and his wife Nancy. If you're curious, which I'm not really, but you might be, Reagan was an Aquarius. He did say that the cosmos never influenced any policy decisions on his part. Or did it? Hmm... That's history. And now it's time for In Conversation with the Tech Man, but man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I'm sure everybody's heard of this Trans Canada pipeline and the illegal blockades that are happening with the indigenous people and just normal people everywhere. And honestly, 
I can feel for both sides of this. I really do. Because one side, it does ruin some people's land and does affect their lives. But on the other side, which outweighs this a lot, Canada's bought this pipeline, what, I think five or ten years ago? We've been mauling it back and forth with the indigenous people ever since we bought it, and we're thinking of buying it, I'm pretty sure. Forget about the tree huggers. And, and... They're all okay. separate. They're all separate thing again. You get you get people like this. Doesn't everybody have to sacrifice for the country? It's not for the country. They want to do something for the country. They can refine that oil here in Canada and sell it to Canadians. The problem it's bigger than the farm, right? It's the the problem is that oil is a 19th century technology, and and that guy's stupid. I'm sorry. Let's refine the oil in Canada and sell it to Canadians. So. The economy in Canada is amazing, but once you go outside of Canada, your dollar ain't worth fucking shit. Nice. What a fucking idiot. And then the First Nations, they have a right to protest what's going on, but at the same time, it's like I said before, we bought this thing. That is a lot of taxpayers' money that went into buying this motherfucking thing. You know what? Here's my take on those fucking people. You know what? They want a peaceful and fucking protests and they want a peaceful outcome. Yeah, but you know what? You're going to get to the point where you're going to force the government to remove you bodily and then you're going to play the victim. Oh, 100%. That's exactly what that's going to happen. But here's the jokes on, jokes on them. Because at the end of the day, they can scream and yell and be the victim. But guess what? That pipeline's still going in. Oh, yeah. Well, the only reason why they're so hurt is because... Trudeau signed an agreement saying that he will take their complaints and pretty much their butthurt complaints into consideration when making any acts with their land and so forth, bullshit like that. But it doesn't state that he has to fully make sure that they're okay with it and that they won't get butthurt. It does say if he can, he must try to make fucking some kind of, you know... Reprimands for, uh... You know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for for digging there. I get it. It, it pretty much says that, yeah, he's got to do something in order to accommodate them, but if it's not, if he can't, he doesn't fucking need to. So, you know what? No one said progress was perfect and progress was pretty. I don't know. What do you want me to say? Yeah, if that was the case, the whole world would have flying fucking cars and, you know. But, you know what? These tree huggers and shit, I'll say this. Oh, the ones at the end of the fucking pipeline in Vancouver? The ones that are in a fort that's been up for, like, fucking... Yeah, these tree huggers that are so worried about the environment. They they sent them a court order to move, and they burnt it. Well, all I have to say to them is, you know what? Everything is a fucking risk. It doesn't matter. You know what? If that stops you from being progressive, well, then that's sad. You know what? You're so worried about the environment. You know what? Best case scenario, it and the environment lives in perfect harmony, even if it doesn't. You know what? There's risks involved in anything. That's why it's called fucking progress. Well, it's not like there isn't already a pipeline there. And if you have a plan in place for when something stupid does happen before it gets out of control, well then, what's the fucking problem? There shouldn't be one. And it's not like these landowners aren't getting paid to have their property dug up. They should be getting paid at least. Oh, I'm sure there's people that are getting compensated. Like, oh, I don't know. This whole situation just pisses me off, and it makes me, like, 
they block trains and transport trucks from moving. And they wonder why they either almost get hit by trucks or get arrested. Well, I mean, when you're impeding progress and you're fucking the rest of the country, well then, you know what, maybe your so-called peaceful protest is going a little too far. Just a little. Like, I watched a uh, video of a trucker just blowing right through one and almost hitting, like, three people. Yeah, you gave him the finger and shit, and in the end it was like, you're standing in the middle of the fucking highway. Yeah, what do you want this guy to do? Like, again, you're fucking with somebody's living by being out there protesting and being a dick. Like, I heard that certain supermarkets in, like, fucking Vancouver and shit weren't able to get food on their shelves for a little while. Just because of this illegal protesting bullshit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's pretty And the RCMP up. isn't really helping the situation. Trudeau has kind of stepped back for a little while and is kind of biding his time. Apparently they handed them an eviction notice, they burnt it, and they haven't been evicted. As far as I know, as of this recording. Yeah, these people don't follow court orders. But they want peaceful fucking resolution. But at the end of the day, they're going to fucking get to the point where, you know what? They're going to be like, well, I'm never moving from this spot. They can't move me. And you know what? Blah, 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 blah. Well, then they can't put up the pipeline. That's basically the kind of mentality, right? Yeah. Well, it's dumb when you start fucking with the rest of the country in the pro- in the process. It goes from being a peaceful uh, protest to becoming a fucking concern. Before shit escalates and escalates and escalates. And I'm sorry, you know they're going to let it happen. Oh, yeah. So they can play the victim card in the end. They love to play that victim card. Oh, fuck. You know what? If if every fucking race has got one, the Jews have got the biggest one. You know, I was just going to say, I swear sometimes that fucking, you know... They bitch more than fucking Jews and black people about their past and about, you know... Holy fuck, we're gonna have to bleep that. Crimes against them and shit. Like, you ask some of them, man, they think, like, they've had the worst crimes ever committed against them. Oh, they took our land, they did this, they did that, blah, 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 blah. They don't pay taxes, you motherfuckers! Like, what the fuck? Holy Jesus. Let's not get started on this shit. And that's been In Conversation with Budman. Five fun facts about... Breaking news. The Montreal Canadiens have traded forward Ilya Kovalchuk to the Washington Capitals in exchange for a third-round pick in 2020. The team just announced it as of this recording. Montreal will retain 50% of Kovalchuk's salary in the deal. Breaking news! That's extra! 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 extra. Content. So, we're going to do five fun facts about Darth Vader. Because of a technical glitch, we cannot bring you five fun facts about South Park this week. So, we will do that at a later date. So, without further ado... Five fun facts about... Darth Vader. Five. Initially, Luke Skywalker was not Darth Vader's son. Vader's role in the franchise evolved as the story went on. Originally, Vader was meant to die in A New Hope, and Anakin and Vader were meant to be two different characters. Four. Vader has the most misquoted line of all time. 
Darth Vader says, no, I am your father. Many people think Darth Vader says, Luke, I am your father. Three. Vader ties with C-3PO for most limbs lost in the Star Wars universe. Both have lost five limbs throughout the films. In Vader's former life as Anakin Skywalker, his mother claimed that Vader had no father. This sound familiar? This story has some similarities to the Navati story in the New Testament. Number one. Star Wars timelines can be confusing to know where specific events occur. So, A New Hope takes place nearly 20 years after Vader's children, Luke and Leia, are born. Five fun facts about... Stormtroopers! Do you think you're smart? Do you really think you're that smart? Put it to the test, cause it's time for the quiz! The quiz! The quiz! So, first we'll do the answers to last week's quiz, Rick and Morty. First, the TV show's theme song is a parody of what two TV shows? Answer, Doctor Who and Farscape. Two, the clock in Rick's garage lab always shows two o'clock, except season one and three where it shows what time the answer is 3 p.m. 3. During the early stages of production, which actor auditioned for the role of Jerry? Answer, Brian Kranz. 4. Bird Person is based on which character from Buck Rogers in the 25th century? Answer, Hawk. 5. Which rapper can be seen on a poster in Summer's Room on the Door? Answer, Tupac Shakur. Now, this week's quiz, Futurama. Everybody remember that show? Five, what was the fictional title to the featured television show in the episode when aliens attack? Four, what color is Fry's hair? Three, in Paradise Lost, what does Fry eat that had the parasite? Two, how much did Fry pay for Ted Danson's skeleton? I remember that episode, that's cool. One, in what year was Fry born? And bonus question. How much did Fry pay for the last can of sardines? Next episode. Star Wars Part 1. Star Wars! So let's just get it out of the way right now. Saturday night. Toronto against the Carolina Hurricanes. Coast to coast on hockey night in Canada. Picture it. Both the Carolina's goalies go out by the middle of the second period. Carolina, they need an emergency goaltender. They call up David Ayers. He comes in, 42 years old. He drives the Zamboni. For the Toronto Marlies, the Leafs AHL affiliate, he comes in cold at 42 years old, and he wins! Carolina wins the game 6-3! That is awesome. Good for uh, him. He definitely is not high-fiving co-workers on Monday. Oh, they'll give him a pat in the back. 
But I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, I don't think, uh, yeah, it's probably going to be a little awkward. I don't think the franchise is going to be like, you're a fucking great employee. That's a great story, though. That is fantastic. Edmonton Oilers star Connor McDavid will play Sunday against the Kings. That's good because he's missed uh, their last six games with the quad injury. So that's good because the Edmonton Oilers definitely need him. Obviously tomorrow, uh, well as of this recording, tomorrow, Monday, trade deadline day. Might as well be Christmas for me. Christmas morning. Of course, I will be glued to TSN tomorrow to find out all of the trades. And of course, next week, we will certainly be uh, talking about the trades that may or may not have happened in the NHL. Uh, The Columbus Blue Jackets, uh, finally, uh, their goalie, Corpusalo, he's off injury reserved as of this recording. Noise. He suffered an knee injury in a shootout against the Hawks on December 29th, and he's missed the last 24 games. Ooh. Uh, he is very important to that team, but I will say this, I think a little too late. That's just my opinion. Oh, and I have to mention, the Vancouver Canucks. Kudos to you guys. They steamrolled Boston on Saturday night, 9-3. to That has not happened to Boston in forever. They spanked the best team in the league. Spanked them. Good for those guys. So, let's get to the standings, shall we? Because I've been hankering to get this off my chest. In the East, in the Atlantic, the Boston Bruins. They're 39-12-12 with 90 points. Tampa Bay is 5 behind them with 85 points. The Leafs are third in the Atlantic. They're 32-23-8. They have 72 points. I mention this for a reason. Now we go to the Metro in the East. Washington is on top as of this recording. 38-18-6 with 82 points. Pittsburgh has 80 points and they're at 37-18-6. The Philadelphia Flyers are now in sole possession of third place as of this recording they are 35 20 and 7 with 77 points they are three behind pittsburgh real proud of that aren't you good damn right i am but here's what i'm getting at the wild cards in the east both come out of the metro the islanders are 35 20 and 6 with 76 points and carolina is 35 22 and 4 with 74 points to put that in perspective if Toronto was in the Metro, as of right now, they would be two points out of a wild card spot. And then after last night's loss to Carolina, <laughs> boy, you know what? Spanking. Just goes to show you that, uh, you know, the Metropolitan, there's going to be five teams from that division getting in this year. In the West, St. Louis is on top of the Central. Uh, they're 35, 17, 10 with 80 points, but look out. Here comes the Avs, 36-18-7 with 79 points. Dallas, who is in third, is 36-20-6 with 78 points. 80-79-78, you see where I'm going with this. In the Pacific, Vegas is on top, 33-22-8 with 74 points. But hey, again, this is the Pacific. God knows it changes like people change their underwear. Vancouver has 72 points. 
Edmonton has 71 points. The wild card positions, you know, Arizona, they're 31, 26, and 8 with 70 points. And Winnipeg is 32, 27, 5 with 69 points. Basically, Toronto, if they were not in the division that they're in, unless they were basically in the Pacific Division or the Western Division, they would be absolutely screwed right now. The leaders, points, Dreisaitl with 97. And now they got McDavid back. Goal scored, Pasternak. A Boston with 45. Assists, Dreisaitl with 62. The plus-minus leader is still Graves of the Az with a plus 43. Power play points, Dreisaitl with 38. Which is funny, McDavid has been out six games, and he's only one behind Dreisaitl. Face-off percentage, Beagle of Vancouver. Beagle. With a 59.5%. That's pretty good. A goaltender's win, Vasilevsky of Tampa with 32 wins. Here's here's something. The guy behind him is Bennington, and he has 26. Goals against average, Rask of Boston with a 2.17. Although that, you know, that's a pretty good number. But... I think he's probably going to bring it down a little bit before the season's over. Let's have a feeling. Save percentage, Kemper of the Coyotes with a 9.29. And shots against, well, I guess Price is the winner again. The Price is not is not right in this category, or maybe it is. I guess it depends on your perspective. 1,606 shots against. Hey, again, I think I said it last week. I'm going to end it again this week. With the same thing in Hockey Talk. Montreal, get some defense! So I guess we can start calling these jokes of the week because it's never just one, but damn it. I can't help it. I got a lot of good ones here. So, let's see what I can do this week. (laughs) How are Kentucky Fried Chicken and a woman the same? Once you take away the legs and the breasts, you're left with one greasy box to put your bone in. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but okay. I don't. <laughs> uh, did you hear about the constipated accountant? No, I didn't. He couldn't budget, so he had to work it out with a paper and pencil. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one more. Why did the seaman cross the road? Why? Because you wore the wrong socks today. Oh. Have you ever asked yourself, what is the answer? So, Budman, are you ready this week for what is the answer? What is the answer? Chipmunk versus Squirrel. Go. Holy shit. First off, you wouldn't be able to see this battle because it'd be moving too fast. I was just wondering, has this battle ever actually occurred? It'd be like Superman and fucking... What's his face? The Flash. The Flash fighting or something. You know what I mean? That's how high speed this would be. The punches to the face wouldn't be hard, but they'd be so fast that they'd feel hard. Yeah, but no. What about the chipmunk, though, man? They have chubby cheeks, remember? Oh, shit. Maybe they can take the blow. Yeah, maybe. As long as they're getting punched in the face. See? Hmm. I wonder if they could, like, open their mouth. I wonder if they could just open their mouth when they're getting punched in the cheek. Like, catch it in their gums with their teeth and then, like, rip it off. Do you know they could probably... Could you imagine if they could both get up in a tree at the same time, they could do some fucking crouching tiger hidden dragon shit? Oh, yeah. That'd be, like, crazy. Nuts. So, here we go. 
What am I thinking? Light switch. Go. On. Off. My life is very boring. Jesus, you had dirty hands, motherfucker. Nice. All right, here we go again. If this happened, what if we had a third eye? Go. Honestly, if we had a third eye, it depends. Because society would make it so the first people that had third eyes would have to hide them. Until it became like more of a fad or a trending thing where it was. Wouldn't it depend where the eye is? Yeah, you haven't told me where the eye is actually. I just assumed it okay, was on we'll your say, forehead. We'll, okay, we'll say forehead at first. I'll give you a couple scenarios. Okay, well, if it's on your forehead, then yeah, we're, society's going to hide it until it becomes like the fucking transgendered community where it comes out and it's like, We have rights too, motherfuckers! We have rights! We are the Cyclops! We are the Cyclops people! Yeah. What if it was in the back of your head? The back of your head? Think of how that would fuck up your whole perception. That would be fucked up, wouldn't it? But if you if you were born with it, it wouldn't fuck up your perception. It'd just be a normal thing for you. So, could you imagine though? Like your kids are no fucking, one could ever sneak yeah. up on each other anymore. Yeah, you'd have to be like he snuck up from beside me. Wouldn't need private investigators. You'd always see what the fuck your other spouse is doing. Yeah. With a yeah. Or, I thought of this one. This one could get real fun and twisted. What if you had your third eye where your belly button is? Mm. How fucking twisted is that? So what happens when you're fucking missionary just poking each other in the eye? It's fucked you're up. just poking each other in the eye? You just hold, You just shut that eye. And will we even wear shirts anymore? I feel like we'd wear shirts. They'd just have a little hole there. That's if they, it depends, because if it was just like a random mutation that we just got off nuclear fallout or something. No, no, we'll say this is evolution sick joke. Okay, well, if it was evolution sick joke, that's yeah, a that's fucking what sick joke. Fucking, I believe there'd just be a hole in the shirt after a while, because there'd just be people starting to be born with these eyes, and society would be like, well, this is fucked up, they look fucked up. <laughs> And then everybody after a while would have eyes in their fucking stomach, and there would be only like... The few fucking old guys that don't, they'd be like, this world is fucked up. But everybody else would be like, this is normal. Absolutely normal. Let's flutter eyelashes together. (laughs) Could you imagine what beer belly people would have to deal with? Oh my god. How many black belly buttons would they get? That's what I'm going to call it, black belly buttons, because it'd be like a black eye. Bumping into shit. Yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine? (laughs) You know what? That's fucking... Wow, I'm starting to really like these talks, because this is our fantastic. So far, I have to say, you've been hitting home runs, man. But home even, runs. Even the legal system, when you go into court, imagine the judge to have another little eye hole underneath the stand that he sits at. That would be fucking creepy. He'd be actually. like, approach the stand. Sit up a little bit, and you'd put your paperwork <laughs> right in front of the eye hole. Oh, he's killing me. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Okay, so... There'd be some Mission Impossible shit with that, too. So, one more. Insult of the week. Twat water. (laughs) Why you just go up and call someone twat water? That's fucking... That's more like it. You know, I'm gonna start using that. You twat water. (laughs) Oh, that's more like it. Oh, yeah. Twat water. Yeah. Yeah. And that's been... Fucking insult, insult of, of the, the week. week. Top. Top. Top.
Alright, this week on Top 10. Top 10 Pro Wrestling Tag Teams. So here we go. Probably, like, yeah. Of all time! Yeah, that's probably fair to say. So, number 10, the Dudley Boys. Uh, number 9, Nick Bockwinkle and Ray Stevens. For people that don't know this tag team, in the 70s, they fucking rocked the AWA. Like nobody's business. Speaking of old AWA acts, number eight, Greg Gagne and Jim Brunzel, the High Flyers. Number seven, Demolition. You know what? They had an okay run. Obviously, they were Road Warrior wannabes, but still, they had a decent run. Six, the Rock and Roll Express. Ricky Martin, Robert Gibson. I don't particularly like this tag team, but... When you're a nine-time NWA World Tag Team Champion, obviously the company thinks you know what you're doing. And they have had some epic battles with the Midnight Express, who I will be getting at shortly. Five, the Steiners, Rick and Scott. Four, the Hart Foundation, Jim the Anvil Neidhart and Brett the Hitman Hart. They had a good run in the mid-80s. They had a good run as champions as well. Three, Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard of the Four Horsemen. Or in the WWE, as they were called, the Brain Busters. They had some epic matches as well against the Road Warriors. Number two, the Midnight Express. Jim Cornette, manager. Beautiful Bobby Eaton. Sweet Stan Lane, Dennis Condry. The Midnight Express. You know what? They were the perfect combination. They were the perfect storm. And they had some of their most epic matches ever. We're against the Rock and Roll Express and the Road Warriors. Crazy. The scaffold match they had against the Road Warriors in 86. And poor Jim fell off the scaffold and shattered basically both his knees when he hit the mat. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Jim Cornette was a trooper. And you know what? He was perfect as their manager. Because that guy could talk shit forever. Honorable mentions. The Freebirds. The original lineup. Wait, Jim Cornette was their managers? Yeah, of the Midnight Express. That's yeah. pretty crazy. Yeah. Uh, honorable mentions, the Freebirds, the original lineup, Terry Gordy, Michael Hayes, Buddy Roberts, not that farce after with uh, Jimmy Garvin. Uh, the Rockers, Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty, Steve Austin and Brian Pillman, the Hollywood Blondes, the British Bulldogs, Harlem Heat, Adrian Adonis and Jesse Ventura, Buddy Rose and Doug Summers, they had some epic bloody fucking matches with uh, the Rockers in the AWA. Scott Hall and Kevin Nash, I know, I know, but let's give the devil their due. Doom, Ron Simmons and Hacksaw Butch Reed. And, well, I will throw a shout out to Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage because when they were together for the seven, eight months they were together at that one point in the mid-80s or late-80s, whenever the fuck it was, they were pretty epic together for sure. Number one, without a doubt, the Road Warriors, the Legion of Doom. When you heard that fucking, oh, what a rush, man, you knew. Here comes the Legion of Doom, the Road Warriors, and they're going to kick someone's ass. wearing their fucking spikes, their football fucking gear with the spikes, and their faces fucking painted. They incited riots. These guys were crazy. But other than Hulk Hogan, they were the biggest fucking draw in the 80s 
they were probably the only tag team in history or one of the few that could legitimately headline cards and legitimately put asses in the seat. These guys, they came off as absolutely invincible. They looked at crazy interview when they got fucking Paul Ellering with them. Well, I mean, that just was perfect as their manager. Fuck me. I could go on about these guys forever, but you can look them up on YouTube. Fucking awesome. Awesome motherfucker. Anyways, next episode, top 10 pro wrestlers of all time. That would be singles. What do we got today? Don't be so modest, man. We were just talking before you hit record. That's an epic opening to this segment. It's just the right, it's the right shit. It's fucking awesome. Anyways, Dr. Fate versus Shadow Man. Dr. Fate, let's go over him first. His real name is Kent Nielsen. At least that's the one that I'm going to use here. Fucking Kent. Kent Nelson. His powers and abilities. He has the amulet of Amnibus. Amnibus! The cloak of destiny and the helmet of fate. He has been given powers by the god Naboo and resides in the Tower of Fate. He has spell casting, flight, superhuman strength, invulnerability, astral projection, teleportation, and energy manipulation. In the other corner is Shadow Man from Valiant, real name Jack Boniface, powers and abilities. He has the Shadow of Lo, or Lao, I'm not sure how you pronounce that exactly. It's it's Chinese pronouncing. Right, so. but it's basically an amulet, and it grants him powers. He has reduced fear, meaning basically he doesn't really feel fear, so I guess you would say he's fearless. He has night vision Regeneration, enhanced strength, endurance, and reflexes. Here's the thing. He has undead summoning. He also has portals that he creates that takes him into basically the world of the dead. And in there, he can manipulate and control monsters, demons, anything, and, you know, from your worst nightmares, basically. Oh, and he also has a scythe, which opens those doorways. Yes, and fucks your shit up. I wouldn't want to get hit with it. This is a pretty crazy matchup. Cause this is say, a pretty crazy matchup. You can say they're both magical. <coughs> For sure. So, magic and magic one-on-one is pretty fucking crazy. But honestly, in the end, I'm giving it to Shadow Man. Why? Because Shadow Man can pull... It de- okay, it depends. Because Shadow Man can technically pull him <coughs> into the fucking Hell Realm or wherever the fuck that is. Yeah. And just... Completely fuck his day with every spirit in the fucking book. Yeah, but Dr. Fate, he has some crazy powers, too. He can manipulate energy, remember? That's true. And I mean, on a grand scale. So would he control scale. the spirits, technically? Because they're energy. Probably could. I'm giving it to Dr. Fate. I think Shadow Man be okay, but... Let me okay, this for a sec. At the end, Going I just through think... through this whole fight scene in my mind. I just think Dr. Fate just... It'd be an interesting fight, though. Oh, for sure. I don't think I think Doctor Fate would know he was in a fight, but at the end of the day, I just don't think Shadow Man can uh, combat no, if, that energy if manipulation. If Dark got in there, yeah, but he's not. This is a one-on-one thing. There are no managers in the corners. Okay. So we need a decision here. Then yeah, I'd probably give it to Doctor Fate. Fuck it. All right. Well, then we'll give that to Doctor Fate. Sorry, Shadow Man. But I will say, when I did picture this fight in my mind. I pictured Dr. Fate winning, but I also pictured, though, like, Dr. Fate, like... Just winning. Like, you would look at him at the end of the fight and wonder, like, D- 
did he actually win? You know what I mean? Because he'd be pretty fucked up for sure because Shadow Man would get in his shit. And I, it kind of depends too because is it, is it like train Shadow Man or is it like when he first finds the amulet? When he first finds the amulet in the wild fucking crazy, you know, I don't know what I'm doing so fuck it. I'll just do what I want and deal with the consequences later. Well, you read the series. That's yeah. basically what's the gist of it at first. That was kind of his attitude. Got him in a lot of trouble. I don't want to give away the the plot to the series or nothing, but yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, but then he's speaking of Shadow Man, they are making that movie. It is in production now. I was reading that on the interweb from a reliable source. Nice. Comic book source. So looking forward to that. Next week, by the way, too. I'm going to elaborate more on this DC Marvel fucking thing, crossover, merge. I don't know what we're calling it yet, but I'm going to find out more about that too. So, there you go. Anyways, that's been Comic Book Fight Club. Wait a minute. Next week, in one corner, Doomsday. Weighing approximately one ton. And in the other corner, The Incredible Hulk. Weighing approximately 586 pounds. God damn. That's going to be a fucking fight. Thank you guys for coming to therapy today. So, I think it's best if we all go around and say something about ourselves and introduce ourselves. Okay? You start, Diabolical Dave. My name is Diabolical Dave. I don't know why I'm here. I was forced to come in by my fucking old henchman. I'm so mad, I don't even know why. Diabolical Dave. What? You're here on your own accord. Am I? Am I here on my own fucking accord, you fucking therapist? Don't blame it on the henchmen. You were you were kicked out by the union. No, no, the henchmen voted me out. It wasn't my fault. You know what? I'm going to take over the world and make lasers on sharks, and they'll come out of the ocean and destroy your family. I'm Diabolical Dave. Blah. Sam, I don't know if I'm in the right room. Fuck it, Sam. Sam, where, what can you do? I'm an alcoholic, man. This is not the AA meeting. That's after this one. Oh, I'm in the wrong... Oh, sorry. Hey, Sam. What? You don't like a beer. What'd he say? I don't even understand this guy. I, be- I believe he told you that he could give you a beer. Would I like a beer? Would you like a beer, I think? You people are crazy. I'm an alcoholic. What's wrong with you? You know this isn't the right room for you, Sam. I'm just gonna give you a reaction. My name is Mr. Punchhole. I just punch shit. I don't even necessarily punch holes through it every time. I just punch it. That's a great superpower. Are you a henchman? No. Be my henchman. Do you not give a place in your work long enough? Okay, people. Of course, everybody knows who I am. I'm Mr. Nice Guy. Of course, I shouldn't need any introduction. Everybody has heard about you, Mr. Nice Guy. Of course they have, because I'm great. Okay, Mr. Nice the Guy. The courts made me come here. Court ordered because you threw a woman... I don't want to talk about it. You threw a woman into a bus. Thank you. Hey, I've been pretty proud of that. You killed an old lady with a boss, man. Take pride over your crime. Take pride over it. Diabolical Dave. So. Oh, yeah, Diabolical Dave, that's right. Now I remember you and your, what, your last... Failed attempt to take over the hey. world. How hey. many is that now? Hey. Eighty. Hey, I'm talking. We don't. We Ruff. don't call them failed attempts yeah. here at therapy. Sorry, I'm gonna. I'm gonna make a rival with super fucking 
super drills on them and they'll drill through the center of the earth. And they're going to deplete the color of all this hot magma. And the hell is this guy saying? You know what? You know what I'm saying. I'm saying I'm going to come up and I'm going to fuck your face with the hot magma. I'm not going to do that. You say he's going to fuck my face? I think he said he's going to buy a drill with his imaginary money. And he's going to drill down to the center of the earth that nobody's been able to do. You know what? When I take on everything, you're going to all be in my fucking head. Do you even have a superpower? I'm super lost my superpower. Shut You're here because you lost your henchmen, and you want to be able to get them back. Because he couldn't understand them. That's why he lost them. Is that all you got, Dave? Now that you've been brought out into the real light. I can fly fast. Really fast. And throw ladies into old buses. Hey! I said don't bring that up. She lived. She was a fuck. She couldn't walk after. If she lived, go to the hospital. Finish her off. You're here because you were court ordered by it. Finish your crime. It's old news. It wasn't a crime. It was an accident. Was it? You did not. Mister, not so nice guy. I am a nice guy. Sam, why are you still here? Thought you were an alcoholic. Wrong meeting. Fuck off, Sam. Sorry. No, you're not. You're not sorry. Go the fuck away. I'm blow you up from the fucking lady that I built on the fucking moon. Sam has just as much right to be here as you guys. Do you have a fucking How right? How does to that be here? make you feel, Sam? <coughs> he doesn't have a power. Then again, why are you here? You don't have a power. I told you my power is making some fucking idiot. Half of these people here don't have powers, Mr. Not so nice guy. I, I, I have a power, eh? You haven't even acknowledged me. I cut pay through perfectly straight lines. I can and do I that have... with a pair of scissors. Yeah, but. I use my hands. I can cut four pieces of paper with perfectly perpendicular lines. Who the with, hell is this guy? With my hands. It's going to be a superpower, I tell you. Have you saved any lives by cutting paper? I've made lots of paper airplanes for children. You're, you're, more like... you're not a real fucking superhero. Fuck off! Hey, Diabolical Dave, relax. Breathe. What we talked about, remember? Remember? Okay. <laughs> let me... Hey, let me get... Let me discuss this. You know, I wonder what you're going to talk about my fucking painting. How does it make you feel, Dave, losing your henchmen? I feel like, I'm, like I want to take over the world and blow them all up with my super shocks. Have you ever thought if you blowed up the world, who else would be there? Well... And where would you go? Of course, I'd fly to my fucking evil base on the moon and genetically engineer a new henchman who would be controlled by mind control probes that would buy an implant in my head. Excuse me. But I think Dr. Evil is looking for a new henchman. You know what, you Dr. Evil got his shit with me. I trained Dr. Evil. Where is Dr. You Evil? You ate Dr. Evil? What? I trained Dr. I taught him everything. I'll make sure to tell him that the next time I see him. Don't tell him that! I mean, yeah, sure, sure. Tell him I guess. Yeah. Like, telling you guys in perfectly straight lines. Shut the fuck up! It's not a superpower. I can do that with a pair of scissors. But, but, can you do it with your toes? I can cut perfectly straight lines with my toes. Let me ask you something. Does somebody have a piece of paper? I'd like to see that. I'd so would I. Also, you're a fucking elder, but... Cut. Cut your shirt. I can't cut my shirt. It only works with paper. Then you're fucking useless. I mean, a parallel paper snipper. It's a bit of a tongue twister, don't you boys get it? So, if you can't do it for us right now, then let me ask you something. When you cut, do you have to cut all the way through? Or can you stop and change direction? to be straight. But I can do it with my fingers. Four pieces of paper in each hand at the same time. A 
I'm telling you, it's bloody fucking amazing. It's more than what diabolical dickhead can do. Hey, it's hey, we do not I... use that language here. Don't breathe, breathe, do it. I'm gonna blow you up tonight. Breathe. Did you say you want to hump him all tonight? Yeah. What? Sure. Let's... Make sure you fly fast away from here. I'm about to death. At least I fly. Okay. So your last failed attempt, do you have any opinions? Well, he's got to blame his hands. How do you feel about your last failed well, attempt? everybody. Please. Shut up! Because your last failed attempt, you didn't have your henchman. Yes, but I was using my control henchman. And the mind controller, they were actually malfunctioned. And it was designed by the old henchman. The old henchman created it. I swear. It wasn't my one. The next plan, it'll work for sure. Well, that's all the time we have you for tell today. You do stuff, dickhead. That's all the time we have for today. Let's slap you I out. I say we're done and we're done. Let's just slap you out. I'm talking. I'm talking. Take it outside. You know what? You know what? This guy's my new <laughs> arch nemesis. Fuck you, darling. Fuck you, nice guy. Better watch out. Mr. Nice Guy's <laughs> looking for you. Be watching you. I'll be somewhere. Talking to assholes so much, man. Well, just fucking, I'm because I'm surrounded by assholes. Well, that's not our problem. Well, fucking, it's a fucking issue. It happens sometimes, and that was a great line for space. I know. When I said it, all like all I was thinking about was space. Many assholes are there on this ship. Everybody stands apart and fucking surrounded by assholes. It's a great movie moment. Yeah. And that's extra. (laughs) That's classic. Yeah. I didn't really like who they cast. I have to say, I didn't really like who they casted for Lex Luthor. Fucking oh, for that universe. Men. Yeah, yeah. He just like men, I don't men, know. Men, he he kind of grew. Men, men, men. <laughs> he kind of grew on me towards the end, though. He what? Just, yeah, a little bit. You know, just because not even because of his acting or the way he looked or nothing like that. Just the way they kind of wrote his character 
and the way you know they did it. He just he reminded me a lot of Lex Luthor. He did a lot of things that like like rewriting the Book of Destiny to save his his sorry ass, you know, so he would become the paragon of fucking what was it? I don't know. I can't even remember which one it was, but you know, but it's like that's a, that's a total Lex Luthor move, man. Like you know. And it's just like there's little things he did in Supergirl, you know, leading up as because like the last season he's had a pretty good involvement and everything, right? Last couple actually. So now let's say three things about it that I personally like. Hmm. One, it was a nice Smallville. Yeah. The Smallville guys again. That was pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, also, even though he was old, bitter, and crusty, hmm. Kevin Conroy. Yeah. Finally finally does the role yeah it was really cool to see kevin conroy finally like even if he wasn't actually in the bat costume you know you knew who he was hell you close your eyes and you just listen to the voice and it's like that's all you needed it was just better and amazing to see him actually playing bruce wayne you know i'm really happy on how bat like batwoman's turning out as well because like i wasn't i wasn't a big fan of the villain they chose for their first season or how they're doing it and whatnot. Who was the villain for their first season? Some, like, Mad Hatter wannabe called Alice, fucking, that's, like, her fucking sister or some shit who died when they were children, but, like, she didn't actually die, but she went insane and all this crap. But she reminds me a lot of the Mad Hatter, just a woman type, you know, for that universe. Like, they did, they do lots of shit like that, you know? Like, uh, what was it? What was I watching? And in the uh, end, okay, because I never got to see the end. Yeah. Do they end up getting all the universes back? Ah, uh, no, nah, man. Like, well, does Black Lightning they, end up getting his daughters back and shit? Uh, from what I gather, at the end, they created another universe that would expand into a multiverse in time, right? So, basically, they ended with one Earth left over, you know? Like, because at the very end, they literally remade the universe. They it were, won't stay that Like, way. that giant fight scene at the end, that was at the beginning of time, like the dawn of time type deal, right? So, like, when they, like, when Oliver Queen died as the Spectre and he created the universe, like, the new one and everything, uh, that's, that's the new one. And just like the, when it was done before, right, that one, you know, each decision causes in fucking an opposite thing that creates a parallel world and then in that world has decisions that do the same and so on and so forth and that's how you get an infinite but eventually it starts from one right and they remade that one the other cool thing i was gonna say so about like, that crossover yeah. was mm. yeah oh the lucifer yeah. cameo was cool. was cool i was not expecting that they're actually uh thinking about it going for another season yeah, yeah, it's in production apparently. Maybe I guess. Constantine might show up. I fucking know. hope so. That'd be cool. I love Constantine. They would definitely like, explain how Constantine was like, "Let's go see the devil," and yeah. then just. I love how they there's made Lucifer. It. I love how they made his Earth number six 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 too. That was the one Lucifer was uh was on that you know that was the really Earth they traveled to yeah six six. I would six, like six. to know the history though of new Constantine. That'd be interesting. Oh yeah. I just don't know that, you know. No, but, uh, but I'm saying it'd be nice yeah. if they expanded that and yeah, it would. and explain. It would be nice, honestly. But it's Constantine, you know, and it's the devil. He's a, he's well, he's a celestial being, shit, right? Really, you know? in the in the crossover, because yeah. he's he's the like infinite being. He's gonna be around. In that's one it. Way, and like my my first fun. thought when I seen that was, okay, right. how could they possibly have met before, considering he's in a different Earth in the multiverse, you know, than Constantine. And Constantine, before he hit the legends, you know, and met them, even with the legends, he just answered it. You can't fucking go. Well, yeah, but like in order, 
it was just like there was no no way. But then I was thinking like the devil is a celestial being, man. It, he could have potentially access to to the multiverse through the gates of hell, you know. Just yes. Like potentially he could, and that's why even if that dark matter wave hit the planet he was on, if he got to hell or wherever the hell he's from, man, that shit exists every every universe, you know. So potentially he could just jump from one to another in theory. Who knows? Who knows? But I know you got. I don't want to sit here and talk about crisis all the time. I got no, but I wanted you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I know you got some stuff set up here. I got one more thing to ask. What? Star Wars guy. Hmm. I watched. Yeah, I haven't watched the newest movie yet. One. Yeah, I know a lot about the extended universe and shit though. So like, I can answer a few questions, but I don't want. I don't really want any spoilers, man. No, I won't give you a spoiler, but I'll say this is Hmm. fucking terrible. Is it fucking terrible? Oh, it's awful, man. I yeah. couldn't sit and watch it. That's fucking terrible. <laughs> yeah, Bud Man couldn't sit through the whole thing. That's fucking terrible. Oh, it was awful. It was awful. And even the way they ended it, it was still awful. It was bad, man. Well. So, since we're on the comic book thing, gotta mention it. This Sunday night, motherfuckers, to whoever is still interested, The Walking Dead Returns. It uh, is comic book related, so I just thought I'd mention it because I'm all fucking caught up. So... I'm probably just going to watch it as it unfolds, as they say, just to get it over with. Yeah. So, the pain of watching this last excruciating that I'm committing myself to. <laughs> but Monday, Monday, motherfuckers, even better news, better call Saul. Yeah? Nah, it returned. Yeah, better call Saul is a fucking show. An amazing fucking, amazing show. So, one more thing, Jones. Have you, have you watched that fucking teaser trailer? For the Batman. Have you? Have you seen it? No, I don't believe so. No? No. Why? Well, I'm seeing if I can look it up here. Yeah, I see you scrolling there. If I can find this piece of shit. Basically, the gist of it is, okay. Why don't you just search it? On the internet. Oh, body dot you. <laughs> I guess I could do that. <laughs> what? You're so bastard. Uh, the teaser trailer for the new Batman movie called The Batman has Twilight Boy in it. Now, oh, here's the oh thing. that one he's fucking Here's doing? the thing. Yeah, like... Here's the thing, okay? I saw on the internet shortly before I witnessed this yeah. teaser trailer, right? All over the internet. Oh, first glimpse at new Batman costume. Basically, the damn trailer shows his chest plate and his cowl, and he looks like a 12-year-old underneath the mm. cowl. It's fucking awful. Here, here, he's going to uh, bring it up for you. It's not a very long trailer. It's fucking dumb. Oh, let's, let's all be sad at the back. No, oh, I got it muted. Oh. Yeah, you don't need to hear it. The guy says nothing. Here it comes. It starts oh. to come into focus. Okay, yeah, it's his chest piece. Oh, just unveiling their bat symbols. It's his chest piece. That's all you see. Oh, and a shoulder plate. Yeah, and then it shows... Oh my god, is that a 12 year old like kid? a 12 year old kid behind the cow. <laughs> I don't know he if you can like see that. that. He looks like almost like a video game, quite honestly. Ah! Uh, how is Why that isn't showing he... off a new costume? I'm surprised yeah, he's not it's sparkling. Not, it's not showing off a new costume. They barely showed anything. They showed off a shitty bat symbol that doesn't even. Like, all it is is the wings. It honestly reminds me of, like, Nightwing's fucking symbol. Or almost like. Terrible! Oh, Almost like Wonder Woman symbol with a couple of extra points on it. Fucking, you know, like it doesn't even have the ears. Like, 
Oh, it has I don't, ears, I don't like but the symbol. I don't like the symbol at it all. It does not actually have ears. It looks no, it's no, it just doesn't. the wings. Yeah, it's literally just the wings. The fucking oh, on the symbol. Yeah. Yeah. That's it's just dumb. the wings, and it's got like two triangles on the where the wings meet at the top and the bottom. Yeah. At first, uh, it almost looks like straight out of the Arkham series, like Arkham City or Arkham Origins. You know, Arkham. Uh, fucking night any of them you play any of them you, you know what i'm talking about but it looks like the armored suit straight out of that so they didn't straight out of arkham knight i feel like they put any creativity into it no and his chin line he looks i swear to god looks like a 12 year old is wearing the cow i'm not gonna say a 12 year old that's what it looks like to me like, he obviously tells a full grown fucking Dude, but well, he ain't, he ain't gonna be fucking no doing any, like, line, yeah. you know, it's like, obviously, he has, Okay, it's not very manly, can we agree on that? Chin, but he no, it's not. Big enough, man. Like, Bruce Wayne's a big fucking boy, you know? Like, he's yeah. a big boy. He is. He's a, he's a big fucking guy, man, and despite what people think, he's actually an old fucking big guy, too, like, Bruce Wayne's like 30 fucking 40 years old, man, he's running around that fucking, like, people forget that, right? Yeah. Is he, though? Yeah. Well, depending on what you're reading. Like, I don't know about the new 52, what they set his age to now after all that fucking bullshit went down, but... Yeah. Well, the whole declock thing. Yeah, yeah, and everything, right? Yeah. To me, right. So, I thought in uh, anticipation... I don't want to get too much into it because I actually want to get into more details about it, but it has been confirmed that DC and Marvel Comics are going to do a major, major crossover. What? In 2021. I don't really want to get into much more about it at the moment, but I will, uh, as we go along in upcoming podcasts, I will uh, give you more information on this as it goes down. So, oh, it's a universal event, apparently. But but we'll just... And is this comic book or TV? Yes, no, comic book. You can't do... Uh, you couldn't have them cross over live action. But anyways, don't get me off track. Action, so I'm trying to. I need one more information in on anticipation, this. In anticipation, I will give you more. I told you, as weeks go on and I yeah. get more details. I'm Google it right now. A lot of it is still being hashed out. <laughs> it's just closing the window. Good. Yeah. yeah, fuck you, Pete Jones. Fuck but you. if you uh, go online, though, you can find out information about it, but... There's lots of different information about this upcoming crossover all over the net, so I just want to make sure I get all my facts 100% straight and how it's going to be laid out, but I will let you know. But that is confirmed, though, that DC nice. and Marvel Comics That'll are doing be a crazy sure. crossover. Yeah, no. So, in anticipation of that, I made up a Fight Club card. A fight card, if you will. Comic book fight card. So... I've created in my own mind some interesting matchups that we will all sit here and debate. Alright. So, well, I thought we'd start off with an intriguing matchup. The Thing from the Fantastic Four versus Superboy. Go. Versus Superboy. Superboy can't fly, can he? Yes, he can. Yeah, he can. He's he's a clone of Superman, but with Lex Luthor's intelligence base. Oh. He's almost... He's like the exact same as Superman, but basically a hell of a lot smarter, from my understanding, anyways. Well, I don't... no offense to the thing, but the thing isn't really the brightest. No, he's, he's intelligent. He's, he's like yeah, but he can he's, fucking smash but at people. At the same time, if it comes down to just smarts. Okay, know. here's the setting. We need a setting for this fight, do we not? 
Let's yeah, make a yeah, setting. What, what are the details? Okay, this fight will start out simple. We'll do uh, we'll do like a uh, fucking Mortal Kombat type thing. So let's say fight. Let's say on top of the Baxter Building where the Fantastic Four fucking reside. There you go. Mm. Thing versus Superboy. So you're outside. We'll give we'll give the time. home court to the thing first. So off. you're on top of the building. Right. Okay, so first off... So let's we'll say, here's the scenario. Off, Superboy doesn't know what's going on, goes through a portal, what the fuck's happening, yeah. sees the Baxter building, flies down, lands on it, the Fantastic Four alarm or whatever goes off, going, intruder alert, intruder alert, whoop, whoop, and Thing is the only one there, and he goes up to the roof, hmm. gets out on it, and there's Superboy standing there, and Thing's going, who the fuck are you? And Superboy's going, no, who the fuck are you, you ugly prick? Where am I? And next thing you know, it's on, go. Okay, so first off, they're outside on top of a building, right? Yeah, it's a very big building. Yeah, okay, well, first off, uh, Superboy can fly. So he okay. has the advantage of being able to leave that rooftop and get a distance, because he's got heat vision. Thing he's can got, leap, though. Yeah, but he's got to have somewhere to land, right? And yeah. Like, he lands, again... Superboy's got the advantage to fly because the whole thing about getting beaten the thing, in my opinion, was not getting letting uh, the thing get a hold of you. Because, like, he's got strength. He's got rock-hard fucking skin. Here's the thing, though. <laughs> the thing, Here's though. the thing, though, Pete. Yeah. <laughs> so. That could have been terrible. It could have been terrible. Pete Jones almost just spilled coffee on this computer. Anyhow, anyhow, changing the subject here. Yeah. So... If Superman were to punch the thing hard enough, do you think he would shatter the thing? Well, we're not talking oh, Superman. Question. We're talking I mean, Superboy. Super yeah. Good question. Wouldn't he just like, boom, your legs are fucking gone. Have fun being a cripple for life. Maybe. You know, you know that, my, that is a good question. Even, even if he couldn't do that, man, he has the ability to heat rock up. And we all know at hot enough temperatures, rock will melt. That's right? true. Good fucking point. into molten lava. And fucking, he also has the ability to freeze, right? So one way or another, he can either freeze it and crumble it. Okay, but... Or he can heat it up and melt the shit out of it. Okay, but then right? here's a factor. You gotta know that the Baxter building has some kind of security system. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, but again, if if Superboy's flying, eventually things gotta leap off the Baxter building, right? So they're not gonna be there anymore, you know? Okay. So, theoretically, even if they stay in the Baxter building, mm -hmm. it's fucking Superboy. Well, I'll say okay. this. He can level the building, probably. Well, so could and the any kind of trap no just fucking slouch. hit him and yeah. bend and just, this you know. thing's no slouch. Plus. He's stronger than Colossus, for fuck's yeah, sake. Plus, they're in the Marvel Universe. None of them are magical, right? So, that takes out one invulnerability. Kryptonite doesn't Okay, but he's not as... Universe. Okay, but so he's still not as he's still not as uh, invulnerable as Superman, though. Okay, so I'm pretty sure Thing can make the motherfucker bleed. Yeah. Well, I guess, maybe, but again, it all comes down to if Thing could get a, his hands on him. Like, if Thing got his hands on him, maybe he could pummel him to death, man. But like, I don't know. I feel like I feel like uh, Superboy's intelligence there with his strength and yeah, just, but like, he's a hothead. I was like, I'd have to give it to. Superboy, well, then again, man. they're both hotheads. But. Okay, so here's what it comes down to, pretty much, is if 
fucking the thing gets a hold of him, the thing's winning. That's that's yeah, pretty much what it is. No, I don't know about that. You just got a chance, I guess. Yeah, like I, But in the end, I'm sorry, Superboy is winning this. Yeah, I'm full. I'll give he's it to got, Superboy too. He's got more too. powers as Mr. But I Knight thought it'd be an intriguing you know I mean? matchup, right? Because we don't involve Thing much in our conversation, so and in, in his own right, if he hits you, man, you fucking know it. And yeah, he's he's got good strength on him and shit, and it would be a fight. But I just think Superboy with with the extra powers and you know the fucking shit like that, like just the extra shit that he can do, and you know he has the ability to get a good distance away from him. He has the ability to freeze him and immobilize him, all this shit. You know, rather than just getting a hold of him and ripping him apart or throwing something really large at him that isn't going to do anything anyways. So we're you basically know? in agreement then that we're all going to say Superboy yeah. at the yeah, unanimous yeah. decision. Okay, here's one that <laughs> intrigues me too. Moon Knight and Red Robin Tim Drake. Mm. Uh, what do you think of that Moon one? Knight. I honestly have no idea about that fight. I don't I know don't who the know. fuck Moon Knight is. Yeah, well, I'm... I know who Moon Knight is. I just don't know as much about Moon Knight that I probably should watch this debate. I know a bit about Red Robin. I know Tim Drake is Robin. He was, you know, I know, yeah, same, but... Well, you know, it's funny you say that. I say at the end, I give it, I give, as I call it, the Batman factor. Yeah. I think it, when all said and done, would probably come out at the end of that fight so i'm gonna have to say red robin myself like honestly it's probably who i'd have to go with well when in doubt when you don't know think about who trained him that's it right like i mean that's pretty hardcore i only think about who he fought like right out of the gate hey go to the titans meet deathstroke fucking you know like so here's one i thought was interesting too a mixed tag team match we'll call it a hero and a villain against a hero and a villain Deathstroke and Nightwing. Oh, shit. Against Daredevil and Bullseye. Oh, fuck. Uh, we were discussing Yeah, we discussed yeah. this earlier, but uh, we didn't discuss this on the actual podcast. Touche. This one intrigues me. Yeah. I will say that Nightwing and Daredevil would be a crazy fight, because they're both, they're both leaping in the air all the time. You know, they're never on this. Yeah, feet. but that's the and problem, like, though. All they do is know? dance all night long. Well, yeah, but, like, fucking, it would, it'd be cool. It'd be, like, some crazy-ass fight. Again, I'll say. Well, these are pretty similar fighting style. But you know what? Eventually, though, I feel like, I've actually, I don't know, the heightened senses on. Let's say in an alleyway. Good, you know? How about that? They're in an, an alley. alleyway. Is there trash cans? Yes. Yeah? Okay, so there's trash cans that they can jump off of. Is there a dumpster? Yes. Yeah, okay, so there's a dumpster that they can leap off of. Obviously, they can We even give them a couple fucking uh, light fixtures that they can jump on and off of. Well, then, uh... But it's an enclosed area. really... Like, just the two of them is a good fucking fight. But then you get Slade. You get Slade. If Slade's back in Nightwing up, it's like nothing's really stopping Slade. I still think the better matchup would be Nightwing to go after Bullseye. Yeah, probably. And fucking Slade to take on Daredevil just because Daredevil has those heightened senses and shit. Yeah, yeah, it would counteract, you know. And his intelligence. That's why I give it to Slade. Well, ultimately, at the end, he has to figure out yeah, Daredevil's like, pattern first, his fighting pattern and that's shit it. like that. But I'd give it to Slade, though, for sure. Like, I feel like it would still be a really good fight, and everything, and Daredevil would be able to hold his own, but once Deathstroke no, there'd be figures some broken out your bones. fighting style, 
You know, once he once he like takes a look at what what the fuck you're doing, uh, you can't beat that guy. He's he thinks five steps ahead of you before you even thought of your next step. Like, and with Nightwing, think about it. Nightwing and him have beat the shit out of each other repeatedly. Oh yeah, man. So they'd be the perfect team because they know exactly what each other can do. That's it. Like, fucking Nightwing and Destro, because you gotta remember, right? Like Nightwing. Like, Dick Grayson, when he was Robin, he went to Titans, right? And formed that shit. And then Deathstroke appeared. You know? Like, that, that, they're hand-in-hand hand with their fucking Yeah, but know, you origins, say the same man. thing like with Daredevil and Bullseye, man. Well, yeah. He yeah, killed Elektra sure. Bullseye, that motherfucker. Yeah, this is true. And Bullseye's pretty cool in his own right. Yeah, man. You know? Think about it. Be a hell of a scrap. It would be. I don't know, man. I'm undecided on this fight. Yeah. Ultimately, at the end, I called a draw. Me personally, I don't. I have. I, I don't know. I feel like Bullseye would get the shit kicked out of him. Oh, he'd probably be the fight. worst like, out of all the, the combatants. But that's the one thing. I'm still at the end. I, I think like, I'm calling the Mulligan. You could put Bullseye up against any of them. I'm just gonna call Even a draw Dave here. Devil, and honestly, I feel like he's the one guy I'm confident who would lose in that fight. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'd have to go with you though and just go draw. I don't know, man. I'm with I'm with fucking Slade and Nightwing because the same time think about it, Daredevil's fucking blind. Yeah, yeah but he has his. Yeah, knife. I know. I know he's got like senses, but uh, man, just think about what Slade's gonna do when he figures that out. Well, yeah, but the idea though for Daredevil will be do as much damage as you can while he's yeah. trying to figure that pattern yeah. out, right? And honestly, Daredevil's main sense is his ears, right? He he hears shit. Okay, his smell. Once Slade figured him out, it's is, all over. It's pretty good too. Don't get me wrong. Like he uses more than just his ears. But you gotta remember, the mass majority of his abilities, you know, when he fights, comes from his ears because he can hear your movements and the small shifts and the wind and shit, just like a fucking Jedi monk, you know. But honestly, Deathstroke, if he figured that out, he, he'd be done. You know, just fuck up his ears. Make it so the guy literally can't hear fuck all, and next thing you know... No, no, I could be done. too fast and furious. Yeah, but this is Deathstroke, man. Give it a little I bit. I know, man. I still sit in the You fence. know, he gets a hold of you, or not even a hold of you. He just gets a hold of what you're doing and your fighting style, and next thing you know, he's out thinking you. So the two most famous mutants ever, yeah. Wolverine and Deadpool, mm. team them up against Lobo and Red Hood. Yeah, there you go. Lobo's fucking an interesting That's, one. Because he's like Deadpool. I mean, you just let Lobo and Deadpool go at it yeah. for however long they're going to go at it. Because, like, Deadpool, you can melt him down to a puddle of fuck all, leave one drop there, and eventually he will grow and back. And just leave Wolverine and Red Hood to go at That's it. But it. I'll say this, fuck you, Red Hood. At the end of the day, I'm sorry, man, I don't think you got, you can handle Wolverine's savageness. Uh, even done. even Wolverine versus fucking Lobo and Wolverine would be a more yeah. interesting fight yeah, in my that mind. That's what I was fight, thinking. Now, Those two are at least more pound for pound. Yeah, and like if you gave Lobo his bike, made him mobile a little bit, which wouldn't last very long against Wolverine. Let's keep that in mind because Wolverine shred that bike into pieces with them claws. But if you gave him his bike for a little bit, let him ride around with the shotgun, blowing holes in the Wolverine's fucking body. You know, and then you give him the chain and shit. Like, well, I guess even chance, you know? I guess even Red Hood like, and fucking Deadpool would be a pretty good scrap. Yeah. You think about yeah, it. Yeah, man. And like Deadpool heals pretty quickly. He definitely heals faster than Lobo. Lobo 
Kind of takes a little bit to grow limbs and shit back, so Wolverine could just cut him into pieces, right? But then again, you could say the same for Deadpool, right? You cut Deadpool into pieces, again, he grows a little bit faster. I uh, know, I'm going Wolverine, Deadpool at the end of the day. I just yeah. think when all said and done, it, their savagery is just... That's it. But realistically, though... You that can't would be say... a long, drawn-out fight, though. Realistically, though, you can't say Deadpool will lose. Because the guy not only has regenerative abilities, well, that's what I'm saying. he cannot die. He is legit immortal. So it's like, to say that he would die in this fight... No, but you can incapacitate him. That's then. it. But even then, in order to incapacitate like him... like Lobo, right? Good luck. Might as well be trying to knock out the Hulk. Then I thought of this interesting matchup. This one is good. we got to get the supervillains involved. So just picture you threw all these motherfuckers on a desolate planet. Okay. And let them have a free-for-all. That'd be crazy. Think about this. And last villain standing. This is going to take some dissecting as we go along. But Call hear me it. out. Whoever can breathe in space. Hear me out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, obviously, the air, you know, it would be subject The planet to, will not be there. We're called after. a beyonder thing. <laughs> right. Anyways, on the Marvel side, we have Doctor Doom, because he's Doctor Doom, and I yeah. put him somewhere. Dr. Octopus, because I was looking at my figure at the time, <laughs> made sense to me. Just on a random planet with Dr. Doom. I'm sorry, this is so out of place, because he's fucked. He's fucked even against well, let Dr. Me Doom. Set up to... yeah. he, I think he'd be fucked against Aquaman, honestly. Are you serious? Hey, hey, Doc Ock's kind of cool, okay? Anyways, <laughs> then you have Taskmaster, then Ultron, hmm. and then you gotta have fucking Juggernaut, because he's Juggernaut. Yeah. And... You know, he's going to fuck up a lot of shit. And Electro. Okay. On the other side. I don't know how effective Electro would be on a desolate planet. No electricity. Oh, my God. Hear me out, okay? Let me set up the scenario. Yeah, I'll I'll let you finish first. My bad. Then there's DC. Then there's Black Adam. Someone you know very well. Sinestro. Oh, nice. Amazo. Mongo. Bane. And Lex Luthor, but in Lex Luthor's battle suit. Obviously. Now, here's the thing. They're all dropped on a planet where everybody has access to whatever they need for their powers and whatever. Yeah. So yeah. they can breathe. <laughs> and yeah. then some omnipotent being, like the Beyonder, says, Okay, last man standing wins. Yeah. Now, here's the question before you even say anything. Now, you got to think they're villains, right? Yeah. Who's going to team up with who? And who's going to stab who in the back first? Yeah, uh, you know, this is too, much, this too is, big of a list. Oh my god, let's see this. This is a fucking... Okay, so first off, you got to remember Doctor Doom took out the entire Marvel Universe at one time, so you have to keep him in the Well, because he a, stole the Beyonder's power. He, he claimed his entire country. He literally owns his own country. And he claimed it and fought for that fucking Yeah, thing. he's cool. So, you know, magical motherfucker. He's, Magic and science. Yeah. He's crazy as shit, and he's intelligent. So I feel like him and Lex Luthor would probably cause, you know, an alliance. Yeah, they probably or, get an alliance you know, for a while, for sure. Yeah. For sure. But and that would be a question of who fucks who after that. Astro knows Mongol. They've had a history, unfortunately. Yeah, gotcha. so they might actually one. go at each other. Yeah, not a very good history there, you know. And so, I don't see Sinestro teaming with anybody who's either. He's teaming up with Bane, though. Nobody, I don't yeah, think. Nobody, I don't really Well, there's obviously going to be a few lone wolves in this yeah. fight. You know, for better or for worse, right? So who's the first one dead? The first, the first guy dead. to go down on either side? Cheetah. I'm, no, Electro. Electro? 
Electra, yeah. I'm sorry, Electra. Yeah, actually, Electra will probably go down. I don't have very much faith in Cheetah against this uh, lineup. Like the Juggernaut Ripper and two Taskmaster would fuck her up, even though she's got like crazy. Okay, but we'll say Electro first. You know? Yeah, Electro would definitely go first. I don't feel like Amazo. Amazo will would... not go down easy. Yeah, I know, because he's got the mimic and the manipulation of other people's powers right. and shit. You know, but we got to keep in mind he is a robot, right? An android. Which, yeah, like he is, he is an android, so like. Yeah, but still. But, uh. He's a lot of power, man. Yeah, I know. I, but I just, I don't feel like he would last very long against someone like Ultron or like... Okay, let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. You know? Let's knock it down to this, okay? You know, at the end of the day, mm. okay, you're going to have Doctor Doom, Doc Ock, and probably Ultron still standing out of yeah. the Marvel lineup, okay? Black is that Adam, fair enough? you got to remember Black Well, we're Adam. doing Marvel. Is that okay, fair Marvel? enough? Yeah. Let's say Doc Doom... Fucking Ultron. Fucking Juggernaut, too. There's not very many things that can actually kill Juggernaut. Like, technically speaking, if you're going, like, original Juggernaut, man, there's know what I would say? not a single X-Men you let, in power that you can let fuck that guy Juggernaut up. and Mongol just beat each other till they die. Yeah, basically, like... That would be my idea. Right there, that's basically the world gone. Fucking, that would be my idea. Yeah. So we'll say, for argument's sake, Doctor Doom, Doc Ock, and Ultron are the last three standing on the Marvel side. Yeah. And we'll say on the DC side, because I don't see Sinestro going down no. on this list. I don't see Lex Luthor going anywhere. And we'll say Black Adam for all for intent purposes. So we've established that Doctor Doom would probably team up with Lex Luthor. Yeah, probably. Right? Now, Doc Ock... Him and Ultron might team up. You never know. Hmm. And I don't see Black Adam and Sinestro. They'll just... No, they'd probably just try to annihilate each other. Right. So basically, it would be... I would come down to, on my mind, Doctor Doom and Lex Luthor taking on the world. Yeah. Yeah, Pretty basically. Much. Essentially. Basically. So... But who wins out of those two in the end? Well, we'll get to that. So you basically would say Doctor Doom and Lex Luthor... Would take on Doc Ock, Ultron, Black Adam, and Sinestro, basically. Yeah. Right. Now, here's the question. Is Sinestro probably wouldn't even give Doc Ock the time of day. No, probably not. Ultron, he probably would. But then, there's egos involved. I don't know if Black Adam could handle Ultron's ego. <laughs> or vice versa. You know Sinestro, he's just going to do his thing until... Somebody fucks him yeah, up. Yeah, he plays shit smart, right? He'd probably wait for just everybody to fuck each other up. Right. Try to pick off whoever's, you know. Left. Right. So I'm guessing at the end of the day, you'd probably have Luther, Sinestro, and Doctor Doom. And you'd have, then, then probably all bets are off. Yeah. At that point, I would say. Yeah. And with all bets off in that scenario, I'm going to say Luther's going down first. Yeah, I was going to say for, for sure. sure Luther would be going down first. And Sinestro against Doom. Well, you know, I had to give it to my man Doom. Yeah, I was going to say Doom, man. I have to. Doom. Like Sinestro, you know, to, like man. he, you got to keep in mind, Sinestro can also summon Parallax at any given time. got to give it to my man. You know, because like he contains that shit inside him. Still. But uh, at the yeah, end man, of the day, the day, day I feel like Doom, Doom would win. Doom would find a way to somehow shit. fuck him That's up. That's it. Yeah. Somehow Doom would prevail. Yeah. I was thinking Bane would have been the first one down. No, I don't I think so. Way. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think it would have went Electro, and then doesn't really matter from there. 
like I said, I, I I was pretty safe to say probably out of all those villains we mentioned, they'd be the last one standing anyways. Yeah. So does it really matter? Probably not. No. In the overall power scheme of things, if you will. Yeah. So then I got one more. A main event, I call it Team Marvel versus Team DC. You could pick a location. I don't know. Bruce but, uh, Wayne's Manor. I don't think Bruce Wayne would want this scrap there. <laughs> Okay, uh, let's hear the fight first. Okay, on the Marvel side, you have six combatants. You have oh, Captain Mar- Captain America, Iron Man, Hulk, Thor, Spider-Man, and She-Hulk. Oh, it's She-Hulk. On the other side, you got Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Cyborg, Adam, Ray Palmer, <laughs> and Firestorm, the nuclear man. Yeah. Okay. Where in the hell would you have that scrap? So who you figure's going to... up with Marvel and DC. Right. Up with DC. Right. There would be, unlike the villains, there would be no cross-teaming. Yeah. Right. Okay, so first off, like, you got Batman in there, so that's a conflict of interest for me. Why? Because I love Batman, and I just feel like Batman would trump everything eventually. <laughs> Thing is with that is, does Batman have everything that he needs? Yeah. Because if he doesn't have everything that he needs and he goes in with a standard fucking bat belt Even and suit, then, no. I'm sorry, against some of them, he's fucked. He is absolutely well, fucked. Well, he would have to be the guy that would stand in the background and give out yep. a lot of orders. Even then, though, I feel like Batman could still take on Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. feel like Batman could still fuck up Captain America. Oh, sure he could. Like, I feel sure like could. Batman could even try to go at Iron Man, and you know what, probably still prevail. For sure, bit. the ones he would have a problem well, with are obviously... Superman. Superman could easily fuck up Hulk, but the thing is, Thor. Thor is magical for being a god, just like Wonder Woman is, technically speaking. I was thinking you know, the more so. intriguing matchup out of that list would be Superman against Thor and Wonder Woman against fucking Hulk. Yeah, Wonder Woman against Quite Hulk frankly, would be a really good Hulk, thing, though. man. Like that would be Cyborg awesome. could probably give her a go for a while, at least till he got reinforcements. Till somebody on the other side went down. I don't think anybody on this list could take out. I feel like she would like rip Hulk, Cyborg apart. Except Superman and Wonder Woman. Like Firestorm might be able to because he is radiation, but I don't think. And where does Ray Palmer fit into all this? I have no idea. Maybe, maybe in the Iron Man. Category, Ray you know? Palmer Get probably could suit, just like Ant Man. Yeah, did, yeah, know? I was thinking that. Like that's uh that's really about all I can think of for that. You know, uh, well, he's like Ant Man, right? He retains yeah. his strength and shit. When Firestorm would be uh really handy. Firestorm to me is the wild card in this fight. Yeah, because he's like you know if you threw in Captain Adam, it'd be like the same thing as this guy going to explode. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cyborg against Iron Man would be interesting, too, because Cyborg can hack shit pretty fucking easy. And Tony Stark may be like a super genius, but Cyborg has Darkseid's technology built inside of him. And he's lived that way, like, a good portion of his life. So, I feel like there's a good chance Cyborg would be able to hack Tony Stark's suit, you know, and Jarvis. Especially if Iron Man's not prepared for Cyborg, because he's running whole new algorithms from an alien planet, you know? So... That's a that's definitely a fucking one for him. I feel like Batman and Captain America would be a good fight though. Can they go at it hand to hand? I still you know? give it to Batman at the oh, end of the day. Oh for sure, for sure, Batman would fucking him hell up, of a fight. It would though. be a hell of a fight. You'd have to get Cap Shield away from. 
You know, but again, it's Batman. I don't, I don't feel like he'd have a very hard time doing yeah. that. Yeah. Magnetic Batarang. Yeah. Fucking. Yeah, who knows, Wonder right? Woman and Thor, God versus God. You know, the God of War versus the God of Thunder. That'd destroy some of the planet for sure. Oh, fuck oh, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Well, that'd be crazy fight. Are you kidding me? Just Hulk, She-Hulk versus Superman and Wonder Woman. There goes the entire planet. Like, are you <laughs> fucking... It doesn't matter where you are. What's intriguing is that there's two Hulks in this lineup. I know. So, not only would you have to defeat the original Hulk, which is... Then you gotta fight his female counterpart. Fuck. Yeah. If you think about it, just for the simple fact, you know, he gets more angry or he just gets stronger. You punch him in the face, he's like, that hurt! And then he fucking kills you. I say there's too You know many, what I mean? I say there's too many variables in this situation, but it sure is an intriguing fucking matchup, though. Sure intriguing nonetheless. I feel like DC would come out on top. And then She-Hulk. Oh my god. She'd just crush you with her yeah. boobs. You'd be running at her? What a way to die, though. Oh, uh, yeah. you should have threw the flash in here. My fucking... The only thing I will say would probably be the biggest problems for DC in there would be Thor's hammer being able to take out the big gun Superman, right? And She-Hulk and Hulk are probably... Because once Superman's out, besides Wonder Woman... Yeah, the not DC much on that list, that they're can fucked. Take out Hulk, they're fucked. Right? Like, yeah. just Hulk alone. Let alone she Yeah, they're fucked. You know? And fucking... Yeah, like, right there. The rest of them, I feel like, like Superman could fuck them up. Cyborg could hack Tony's suit. You know, Batman could take out fucking Spider-Man and Iron Man. Fucking, there's there's lots of there's lots of ways for DC to fuck up Marvel, but there's also lots of ways for Marvel to fuck up DC. Yeah, that's right? what I'm saying. But it's... again, I think it all just comes down to the big guns in the categories, you know. Yeah, I know. Well, I feel like Superman could fuck up Hulk. It's interesting, though. you know, same way he does Doomsday, flying straight up and off planet. Speaking of Hulk and Doomsday in next week's comic book fight club, by the way, people, that's gonna be the matchup: Hulk versus Doomsday. That's going to be a... Think about that one. And you have it when Hulk is at his most savage. And you have the Doomsday version that just, like, annihilated Superman. Oh, shit. Damn, yeah, man. The death of Superman Doomsday. Think, that's crazy. Like, you wouldn't want to be even in that universe, probably. No. No. Probably not. Can you imagine, like, just Hulk dropping down on a planet of Doomsdays? Could you imagine just even, like, 12 Doomsdays all, like... Within a couple couple kilometers or miles of each other, you know, just on this desolate moon, just chilling. That moon it would not be there anymore. And trying to fuck up these doomsdays. Oh my god, that would be a crazy fight. That moon would not be there like, anymore. Eventually, like, I feel like Hulk would get fucked if there was like 12, 12 doomsdays, but you know what? It would it would be intense. I think he'd be able to take out like four or five of them at least. Oh yeah, I feel like he'd probably take out a couple of them, but like... Holy ball sacks. It all comes down to situation, though, right? What's fucking going oh, yeah. on? What kind of doomsday you're talking and what's going on? You know, That's what, it. It all really just depends. Okay, so here's a crazy lineup. Just a random one, because I'm okay. looking at some action figures. All right. Iron Fist. Yeah. Versus Ghost Rider. I don't know. I'm sure it's probably happened in the Marvel Universe at some point. You know what? I'll have to go Ghost Rider. Yeah, I was thinking probably Ghost Rider. I gotta go with the supernatural guy there. There's not much that I knowledge that I have uh, of 
what can actually hurt Ghost Rider? And I don't think Iron Man's fist is on... You mean Iron Fist? Er, yeah, Iron Fist, sorry. Iron Fist, uh, I don't think it's on there in the category. Editing. Editing. Ow! I'd have to give it to Ghost Rider as well, though. Like, I don't think, uh, I don't think Iron Fist, fist is in the category of stuff that will kill Ghost Rider. And Ghost Rider can, like, corrupt souls and shit, too, right? Yeah, he but, does like, some funky Cole at Medina the same time, stuff. though... Like Iron Fist Soul. Oh, uh, too old pure. of a reference for you, sorry. Pure. Is it? Mm. I'm not eating chips. Can I have a chip? Just popcorn. Popcorn? It's a bag. That bag rustling is a <laughs> Chester's Cheetah Popcorn bag. We're not a sponsor. Not a sponsor. Loved him to be a sponsor, fuck. So, anything else you'd like to add about, uh,. Superheroes re re revisited before we uh end this? No. Too busy eating popcorn. Yeah. That's what happens when you smoke a lot of weed. Wow Well, thanks for coming on, good sir. My name is Pete Jones, I am a superhero expert and I am leaving. Good night. <laughs> good way Fuck a horse sideways, fuck. God damn it. Holy titties. Oh, I just smoked a bong, sorry. Give me some. Damn. Alright, we've come to the portion of the show where I usually go off about something. So, here it is. I've been thinking about this Me Too thing since, uh... Did you do your research into this? Well, just what you showed me there. Why are you shaking your head at me? Elaborate. There's a lot of, like, key figures in that movement. Like, who? Things you have to, like, look up. Like what? You Give me an example. Out of it. Give me an example. Like the certain people that started it, why it started. Why? Because I'm an insensitive prick? Is that what you're getting at? Okay, well, the Me the me Too movement... Well, educate me, goddammit! I'm not even educated that well. That's why I don't go off about it. I just know that it's, it's a fucking scary movement. Why for dudes, though, in particular? Because if a dude... Cat calls a woman the wrong way, or just for some reason some bitch wants to make something up. The Me Too movement helps her. So, so I got this fucking shit straight. Me Too is basically some kind of weird fucking thing that involves... A bunch of women coming out shaving, about being sexually assaulted. Shaving, sexual assault, and where does... It's got nothing to do where with does shaving. the transgender thing come in? Where's that come into the Me Too thing? I don't know if it is in there. Really? I don't think so. That's surprising. <clears throat> well then, there might be some trans people that are like, I was sexually assaulted, hashtag Me Too, but I don't know. So you don't think they're officially in? Is that what you're telling me? As far as I know, like I said, I'm not 100%. They associate at best? Is that what you're telling me? Well, you know what? I don't fucking care. What? Me Too is either with these fucking its or not. I don't fucking care. Okay, here's the thing. I was born a male. Bud man, unless my eyes deceive me, you were also born a male, is that correct? Oh, sorry, smoking a bong. Actually, that is not correct. I was born a tree. Fuck you. You were born a male. Yes. And then later found out I was actually born a tree. I identify as a oak hardwood with about 45 rings, I would say. I wear leaves when I go to bed. See, first off, I don't think you identifying as a fucking tree has anything to do with the transgender fucking... Personally, I think that's just 
the stupid issue. I'm sorry, you identify as a tree. You're stupid. You're fucking dumb. I don't care. Call me insensitive. I don't give a fuck. You have no humanity. I don't care, man. Stupid, stupid. I don't give a fuck. I don't care who's listening, who likes it. I'm going to cry when I go home. Good, you do that. Cry into your pillow softly. Pillow. Sleep with logs. I'm one with nature. Look it. (laughs) Whatever happened to the fucking days where, you know, gay was fucking gay. You know, you were a woman, you were a fucking lesbian. You were a carpet muncher, whatever. If you were a fucking dude, you were a fucking homosexual, raging fucking gay. Lord. So, don't, don't, just wait a minute. Okay, at least you knew where you fucking stood. And even then, you could accept the bisexual people, because you know what? Even though they swung both ways, you still knew what the fuck you were getting into. Okay? The old (laughs) saying, sometimes I feel like a nut, sometimes I don't, you know, bisexuals. So anyways, moving on. Yes, I'm ignorant, vulgar, and I don't give a fuck. So, moving on. so insensitive. What in the fuck happened? Okay, we're now, now, you have motherfuckers that are male. It's almost I like... No, wait a minute. Wait till I'm fucking done. Or I'll lose my train of thought. So, then, then came, you know what? I was born with a pecker. But I'm a female trapped in a male's body. I want to get rid of it and give me a, a fucking vagina. Even that. You know what? I can deal with that. But then you get these people, you go up to them, and we all fucking met these pricks. Where you're like, do I call you sir? Do I call you madam? (laughs) Do I call you panda? I don't know. What the fuck? Why? Because I don't want to make this person a butthurt bitch. You know what? Grow the fuck up. First off, it's not my fault if you want to be a fucking panda... Or a fucking hole in the ground. Or fucking, you know, a box of Aunt Jemima pancake mix. Whatever, you fucking freak. Or even twat water. Yeah, you're a fucking freak. You know what? Get with the fucking program. Get with reality. How in the fuck does a human being identify with, I don't know, say a tent? What, do you peg yourself into the ground? You let people sleep underneath you? I don't understand. What, you like, what, you go out there and just pretend you you're a fucking... Hey, hey, what? I already figured this one out. So, either the male or the female, it'd have to be a very specific fucking relationship, obviously. So, they'd peg themselves in and act like a tent, and the male or the female would sleep under them, and that would be how they'd get off. That's fucking the stupidest shit. Well, okay, it's not the stupidest shit I've ever heard, but it's right up there. I identify with it... You're a human being, you stupid motherfucker. It's honestly... For better... No! No! Another plague. For better or for fucking worse. Motherfucker. Take a side, bitch. Holy fuck me. You know what I said earlier in the intro? You know, when I talked about that 15% globally? Yeah. You know, that's pretty much a waste of space. Oh, yeah. Do I need to finish this paragraph? No, I don't think so. I don't fucking think so either. You know what? God damn it. Hater smash. Shit pisses me off. Seriously. You know what? You want to fucking... Like I said, I can even dig cross-dressing, man. 
Whatever floats your fucking boat. But don't look at me and go because you're a male. But you don't want to identify yourself as a fucking male. And I come up to you and stupid me. You look like a fucking male. You walk like a fucking male. You act like a human fucking male. Therefore, motherfucker, I'm going to say, excuse me, sir. And you get offended because you're like, excuse me, but I prefer to be identified as a, as a hippopotamus. What in the fuck? This is why I don't work in customer service. Jesus fucking Christ. Do you imagine walking up to the fucking desk? Like, <laughs> someone walks up to the desk, like, why uh, may I take your order, sir? They're like, actually, I identify as a Siamese kitten. Well, can I take your order? I'm very offended right now. Meow. Fucking stupid. Fucking stupid. This has been gnawing at me for a while. Like, what in the hell have we come into? You know, where stupid is just acceptable, I guess. It's more out in, like, the country areas, though. What? Where stupid is more accepted. I don't know. You get a lot of them in the city, but that's because there's a lot of people. Get but in the country, like, I'm sorry, like, fucking over 50% is definitely just... Get these assholes oh. one day, I feel like a male. Next day, I feel like a female. Pick a side, you piece of shit. You ever heard of a uh, pansexual? Oh, enlighten me, please. Pansexuals like everything. Wow. Every kind of uh, thing you could think of, I think. You know what you used to call that? A happy person that you liked used to call everything. That, bi. that liked everything. No, like all the sexual orientations or whatever. What's that mean? Like animals, everything? Like it means that pretty much they're lesbian. They're everything underneath that fucking category of from lesbian to I like boats to fucking helicopters to fish to fucking dead people. Well, fuck those people. To robotics. Fuck those Cars, people. Batman. Fuck those cosplay. People. I can keep going with this shit for hours. You man. don't need to. Butthole, fucking fetishes and shit. I don't know. It's fucking dumb. I don't care. You can't convince me otherwise. That's ridiculous. It's absurd. Wow. Unfucking believable. Like seriously, whatever happened to good old gay or straight? Like at least the lines were clear then. Clear with little skiers. Again. Can't fix fucking stupid. Just, fuck, I shake my head. I'm shaking my head right now. If we had visual, you could see I'm shaking my head. Comes back to, I guess, you know, everybody gets offended about something. God almighty. You know what? This would be a perfect world if all the butthurt fucking bitches weren't in it. But then we'd never get nothing done because I'd be three quarters of the population of this goddamn planet. Swear to fucking almighty fucking... Sweet fucking holy book of bullshit. Yeah, yeah. So, since, you know, I got that off my chest, I got one more thing to get off my chest here, and then we'll call it a day. Not I got that transgender fucking thing off my chest. That didn't sound good. Anyways, faith. I've been thinking about this as well. Why are you... What is your problem now? Nothing. No, there's no, obviously a problem. <laughs> faith. What's your definition of faith? My definition of faith? Yeah, what's your definition of faith? It's more like just, I don't, honestly, I don't know how to answer that question. I don't have a fucking definition of faith. Okay, my definition of faith is having the belief in oneself. It's pretty clear, pretty straightforward. I don't need a fucking invisible man in the fucking sky 
to tell me that, to have faith. If you need to have faith in an invisible fucking man in the sky, before you have faith in yourself and your own ability, maybe you need to look in the fucking mirror. Because I think you got to ask yourself some questions. Now, my point is though, obviously faith means something different to everybody else. So now the question becomes, okay, well then what's your God? We should just go back. I was thinking about this. I am my God. See, to me, that is the proper response. No, really. I'm not even being narcissistic about it. I mean, if you're going to have belief in yourself and you're going to worship something, you know, as fucked up as it is, you know, maybe you should, again, look in the mirror. And if you're too fucking over the top or too fucking conscientious to think, well, of yourself as I am my own God, well, then you know what? That's what fucking they call hero worship. Find somebody that you want to be and fucking latch on. I don't mean in the literal sense, but... Right? Yeah. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. Or are you just saying that? I'm just saying that because you want to know what I was just thinking? What's that? Just a random thought. What? Could you imagine just walking up to your boss? Yeah. Bitch slapping for no reason at all. Well, obviously there's a reason. Nope. No reason. Well, there has to be a reason reason somewhere. Just out of the blue. You like your boss. You just want to bitch slap them anyways. Is that what you're saying? It's one of those, like, close to insanity thoughts. You know what I mean? Where you're like, ah, 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 you'll get fired. But then there's the other voice going, but I know you want to. Yeah. Yes. The age-old question. It'd be funny. Should I fuck up my boss or not? Not all of us can be Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah. Wouldn't that be great, though, if you could? You just go up and fuck your boss up like that? Pisses you off? You just go up and just fucking hammer on him? That'd be fucking great. And then know you're coming to work the next day and you get to hammer on him again? Damn! Think about that. That'd be a shitty work relationship. Yeah, but think about how much more stress-free you'd be and how much happier you'd probably be at work. Yeah. It's like You'd right, be like I could kill someone and get away with it. Right, probably. it's like it's like the dunking machines at the fair, you know, or the school fair. You'd have the teacher sitting up on the dunking machine that the school rents, and you throw balls at the fucking target, trying to dunk the teacher. I wouldn't it be kind of like that? At the teacher. No, but wouldn't it be that same kind of joy and satisfaction? Yeah. When you hit the target, when you're punching your boss. Yeah, exactly that kind of joy. Like go fuck. Like, you know how long I wanted to fuck you up? Yeah. Just because? Wow. That's savage. I thought I was being savage. Usually, I save that for small pets and animals. <laughs> Let's walk up and randomly punch a squirrel in the face. Fuck you, you squirrel. So, uh, actually. Since- <laughs> fuck it. We're going into pet talk again oh, real quick. Oh, no, what I do well, now. Every... Pet Every talk. fucking morning. We have to make a fucking opening for this. Every morning. Okay. I come by the studio and I sit here you and sick have bastard. a coffee. Whatever. I don't give a fuck. You're not awake. Nobody's He's awake. sick bastard. So. See? Just like I'm a creeper. He fucking just comes in my house. I'm looking at your fucking turtle in the morning, okay? Yeah. Well, drinking your coffee. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> and it, wa- it like will sneak up. So casually on the sucker fish that's in there named Yeah. We'll have to bleep that for yeah, legal terms, name. obviously. Yeah. So, sneaks up on him, and then he'll, like, <laughs> put his nails up on his head and, like, tickle the shit out of the fucking sucker fish. 
Probably trying and to then, fuck it. And then when the sucker fish like wow. twitches a little bit, the turtle will like completely back up. No, it wasn't me. And then like yeah, yeah. as soon as he goes back to like doing whatever the fuck he was doing, he'll sneak up again and do the same thing. I'm like, I watched this for like almost ten minutes and was almost late for work. <laughs> That's what you get for coming in my house and drinking my coffee. Making googly eyes at my fucking turtle. Man, he was fucking making googly eyes at your fucking sucker fish. Well, it doesn't mean you can make googly eyes at him. And that was pet talk. Two googly eyes don't make a right, is what I'm saying. <laughs> and by the way, that sucker fish, tell me that thing does not look like it comes from Mars. Yeah, it looks like it's, it could jump out of that tank and suck your face. It's a face sucker! It's, it's a up. face sucker! It's fucked up, man. Like, seriously, who has eyes on the side of their head, man? That's fucked. That's some fucked up shit. And lips bigger than JJ's from Good Times. Jimmy Walker. Hey, we love you, Jimmy. (laughs) You seen Good Times? If you haven't, you're looking it up right now. Because I can't believe. You know what? I have so many reasons to slap your father. It's not funny. Have you not seen Good Times? You know, JJ. Kid Dynamite. You know? Come on. Fuck. Jesus, one day we're gonna sit down and you get educated. I still have to slap your fucking parents. I can't... What the fuck, man? I know you're not a fucking... That generation, but a classic is a classic. You know Three's Company. Jesus. I'm in between... I'm in between the generation of... I know you've watched the Munsters. The 90s and the 2000s. Which, if most people in my generation are like, fuck. Because we don't fit in with either one. You don't really have a really outstanding sitcom, that's true. That's fucked. Everybody born in between well, like Fraser, 1995 no, was... and 2001? No, probably 2000. Oh, I know everybody out there's going to go, but what about the Big Bang Theory? Big Bang Theory isn't a huge sitcom. Yeah, it was. What are you talking about? It you was, crack? but man, it's not, it's not Three's oh, Company or something. fucking... Frasier. Well, I mean, it's, you like, know. It's not. You're talking about, like, legendary shows, basically. Yeah, like, that's what I mean. Mash. It's not a legendary show. No, I wouldn't say that. You know, it reminds me of kind of like a Friends. Probably in ten years, he's really going to remember or care about it. You know what I mean? Like, even How I Met Your Mother isn't even that great. It's good. It's had funny its as moment, But, yeah, I wouldn't moments. consider it. But in the end, it's going to be one that's of those true. forgotten TV shows. That's true. Even Three and a Half Men. That's true. You Fuck, know, I forgot about Three and a Half Men already, man. See? I think the last great sitcom was Roseanne. Yeah, for sure. You know, like, that well, was Frasier. about as real life as you well, could Frasier. get. Well, Frasier was, uh... Yeah, Frasier, I guess, was around the same... Maybe... Yeah, I know they overlapped. But, I mean, just for realism and, like... You watch it, and you'd be like, God damn, that's like my house. You know, Frasier was great, man. I'm big. You know. You know, bud, man. I love Frasier. Oh, Frasier like is Frasier a great too. fucking show. But from a realistic level, they never really screamed at each other constantly. You know what I mean? Where And they never screamed about each other's laundry. No, they were just... They were and shit jokes. like that where Roseanne, you know, these people, it was funny, but, like, they screamed at each other like a real family, like... Like, do your fucking homework right now! I'll kill you! Type, you know what I mean? Keeping it real is what I'm saying. 
But Frazier, for sure, is probably one of the funniest sitcoms of all time. His wife. You Absolutely. never actually see her. No, Niall's wife, no. But they make so many cracks about her. But I guess that's what makes it funny, right? Like you just imagine her. Like, as like they leave you to bitch. imagine her, yeah, what she would look like, you know. And the way he describes her, it's like this this eighty pound fucking toothpick, fucking Elvira, fucking zombie looking motherfucker, you know. It is hilarious. It's fucking hilarious. And you know what, Fraser's dad is fucking fuck, hilarious, man. Marty. Oh, Marty was fucking awesome in that fucking chair. And, and the dog. Chair. Oh, Eddie? Yeah, Eddie. man. Oh, fuck. What a great show, though. It was so good. And, you know, it followed up Cheers, which is also one of those sitcoms that gets, you know, you're not redoing it. You know what I mean? Because you'll just fuck it up. Like, it's one of those, it's legendary, right? Cheers, like, fuck. Everybody's watched fucking Cheers, man. Now, Seinfeld, you know, brings out the Jew in all of us. And it's pretty funny. The show about nothing. That's right, I said it. <laughs> Seinfeld Literally. brought out all the inner Jew in us. That's right. But it was that, that show. Kramer coming through the door. Oh. The time when he became a smoke ad. <laughs> he went to go sue a smoking company and they put him as a smoking ad. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, he, At the end of it, he's just pale white as fuck and... Oh, it was hilarious. He's we walk into his apartment, it's all fucking smoky. He's got like six cigarettes lit, a pipe. <laughs> There's like ash in his hair. Yeah. Oh Kramer had some of the best moments. You remember the wooden Indian? The fucking statue of the wooden Indian oh, that yeah. showed him and fucking oh Jesus Christ. And then like there's the the rivalry of Newman and Jerry. Hilarious, Jerry Newman. Yeah, it's hilarious. Newman, that fat bastard, who, by the way, is hilarious in real life, and he was also good on Third Rock from the Sun. Fuck me, man. That that was another show. Third Rock from the Sun was really good too. That's a forgotten oh. show. Yeah, and I don't know, man, how it was so funny. And you know the best part of that show was so obvious they were fucking from outer space and it went right over everybody's head. That was the best part. It was so obvious watching them. Like, these people are not right. Like, not fucking right at all. Message from the big giant hair. Yeah. Fucking great shit. Anyways, I don't know how we got on fucking sitcom talk here. Here, there. TV talk. How about that? What's on uh, the tube? I don't know. So next week, Motherfuckers, guess what? It's a close encounters of the second time. We're going to do a little alien talk. And we're going to have more random bullshit. And we're going to do five fun facts about stormtroopers. Should be kind of cool. The quiz Star Wars Part 1. And I'm sure lots of other bullshit as well. Plus 2 will break down some of the trades that are going to take place tomorrow in the NHL. I'm sure by next week we'll have more shit to trash. Oh, yeah. And talk about. So that will be next week. So hopefully somebody tunes in and listens to that. And we will, somewhere down the road, we will do a five fun facts about South Park. So, motherfuckers, until we meet again, per se. Yo, listen up. 
This is a story about Bud Man doing a goddamn sound test all day. Spitting some sick raps and rhymes, scribbling and rapping and scrapping and fucking rapping and skibbity dot that cat frog and there's a dog that sits on a log. Yeah! Sound test. Testicles. Testicles. Can't beat that. One, two, one, two, testicles. <laughs> Sitting here in a room looking at a computer, getting ready to record. Can't wait. Oh my god, look at that tree up there. Nice sunny day, no clouds in the sky. Hey. Yeah! Yeah! Sound test. <laughs> Sound test. <laughs> I got my hard hat on. A hard hat on. Hard hat on. I got my hard hat on. Sound test. Can sound test your shit, Captain Asshole, or what? Got my hard hat on. <laughs> Life sucks, get a helmet. You took it fucking literally. Hi there. Budman here, the tech man, from Nothing Sacred Podcast. If you like what you heard, like and subscribe to join the cult of motherfuckers. And send us feedback through Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and our website. If you have something for our lovely segments such as... Five fun facts about... Or... It's on the net. Or it's in the news. Or that's history. Let us know. And as always... Bye!